Jake, about the vinyls coming out? <laughs> Jono's not listening, so it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. No, there are no vinyls coming out. Oh, we are poor. You're right. <laughs> the stubby holders coming out. It's still expensive. We could probably do stubby holders. Stubby holders. And I'll make, you I'll make still got the, the drum kit. Yes. Yeah, I actually know a guy that does that now. So yeah, we're yeah. going to oh, get you, that. Are you getting merch? Is that what I'm We do have merch. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. See, Alex, can you see I'm wearing this shirt right now? Yes. Look at that. If yeah. I look at the see <laughs> that? That's, that's me, actually. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my campaign. You're covering. Okay. For those at home, Michael has a shirt of a grim reaper yes. um, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's, it, that's me it's in a the very serious show so I have to come with the mindset of the serious person I know Michael yeah. I know at least 12 people that's a I lot only of people. know 12 people that's a lot of people to know look at I my know. friends on Facebook I only know 12 people <laughs> yeah everyone else is all Facebook bots the best music from the 60s to today IPL radio the verdict is back we're back how you doing today, Michael? I'm good, Alex. How are you? I am good, and we are not alone in the studio today. Yeah, we have Jacob with us. How you doing, boys? Good to be okay. here. Happy to be here. Howdy, howdy. Well, this is going to be another fun-filled show. Yeah. Right? We've got another musical guest. It's going to be good. <laughs> I feel... Rejuvenated. I do. I was. I almost <laughs> fell asleep on the drive over, which is terrible, because well, I was behind the wheel. How long was the, the drive, Alex? It was... I left at four. I got here about... It's about... An, you left at four ish that's crazy so I was took, in the car park two hours about, no, I was in the car park for about half an hour eating some macros. oh okay ate it live on the show oh yeah yeah ASMR See, I, bought my water, I bought my water with me from I do Mother love Jack's. I do love a cheeky mukbang yeah we're, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, about yeah. that <laughs> wonderful the so, verdict goes ASMR <laughs> <laughs> honestly we we, we 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 could make a killing off that I oh reckon. we could there's big Just, money in that yeah unbelievably and this is me eating a big mac no, no, I'm gonna delete. Them. <laughs> <laughs> that was uncomfortable to listen to. What do you mean? It's ASMR. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you're you're a guest. Introduce yourself. Um, my oh. name is Jacob. Yeah. Um, Hi, Jacob. I'm a musician. Hey, man. How you doing? <laughs> I play in kind of two acts. I'm in a band called the Omaha Court. We're releasing some music on Friday. Big old gig on that one. And then I'm I do like a solo thing called Marzi. Just like a high school nickname, I guess, and I was just like, I need a, I need a stage name. It that works. one's not take it. We'll use that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just out here doing the doing the musical things. The that is yeah. very cool. So yeah. with, I, I'm coming in blind to this kind of thing. Okay. okay. So yeah, with your with your music, what what instruments are you in? What? <laughs> I guess yes. technically, I the main instrument I am inside is the um is the guitar. So like through um, the little hole, like yeah, 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 yeah. Right yeah. yeah, yeah. I go through the back of the guitar to strum it. I have like a little it's like a little yeah, hand coming hole. from the inside. <laughs> yeah, your little hand is there. I strum the back of the strings. It's crazy. Yeah, I invented <laughs> the technique as well. It's gonna catch on as well. Yeah, mo- mostly guitar. I've like formally trained in guitar, but I also sing. I play bass. I kind of play keyboard. Uh, not not properly play keyboard like keyboard you can play thing, keyboard. Yeah. yeah. As long as you know the four chords, you're fine. Bro, I got block chords down pat. I can move <laughs> that stuff around. It's crazy. It's crazy. I play a little bit of drums as well. Randomly, I can play saxophone because I that- took lessons for that. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. But yeah, most mostly I'm inside guitar. Jeez, you're yeah. inside guitar. Yeah. So is yeah. this guitar or is this air guitar? <laughs> Oh, all the above. All, the above. all of the guitars. Yeah. You're training Any every guitar. guitar. <laughs> Bro, I am mean at air I, guitar. I know, I know. He, it's crazy. Yeah. We've been in like bands for like how many years at school? Like, I think how five old are we years. now? Because remember, we both got the music scholarship. I remember that. Yeah. And then we were just yeah, yeah, yeah. in bands yeah. like, throughout. So the funny thing about the music scholarship was I got, I auditioned with guitar to play okay. guitar at, at, at a high school. 
but I got the music scholarship because I could read bass notation. What? And they were like, hey, yo. <laughs> Get him in here. This is crazy, but we got a bass guitar. <laughs> it's got your name on it. What, what do you Wait, say? So and I'm like, yeah, if you pay me then? to play it. Hey? <laughs> it's, I, I, essentially, I think. I think. Because I all, all through, you, you remember, all yeah. through high school, I was like playing bass in all of the bands and stuff. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I was just distracted with Jono playing the bass all the time. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the joke. Jono is Jono is the bassist yeah, in yeah. my in the Omaha court, and yeah, he's an exceptional bass player. But somehow I was the bassist in all of these bands. Yeah, disgusting, absolutely disgusting. So I was not a good bass player. The Still not. A good Omaha bass court. What is that exactly? The Omaha court. So is it related to Barack Obama. Yes, it's the Obama court. Yeah, <laughs> bro. The amount of times I'll say, I'm in this band called the Omaha, the, the Obama court. No, no. What's Obama's it's last it, name? It, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Barack yeah. <laughs> court. court. <laughs> it sounds like like one of those really bad reality shows where it's just the court hearings or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Judge Judy. It's Obama. So the court. um the origin of that name is like where we kind of all first started rehearsing basically it's kind of like it's like a play on like you know like little lord street band e street band all those where it's like a street gotcha and then band gotcha but the omaha court band was a bit of a mouthful so we just kind of axed the band bit and it just Fair enough. i think omaha i think court. i think the band is it, it invites itself yeah you know? i think it's like, like yeah. when they hear the musical notes yeah there's more than together. one person playing that music. Well, that's a crazy backing track, otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think the band, yeah, fits itself. Have you heard yeah. of my band, the Tonkin Trio? Yeah. <laughs> the Tonkin yeah. Trio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Quinana Freeway <laughs> Lights. <laughs> oh, is that what Smith Street Boys? Is yeah, that what they're yeah, doing Smith as well? Smith Street Band. Yeah. So is yeah. it band? I think it's Smith Street Yeah, I don't know. I look at them, I like, look, look at those little boys. <laughs> they're good, actually. I, do, yeah. I don't mind them. Yeah, no, and no, then no, you've got, like, yeah, the Southern River Band. There's a lot of band bands out there yeah, bands yeah, yeah, that yeah. are called band so yeah. what, what, how would you describe your style of music personally I it's always hard to describe your music I feel because you're kind of too in it to be able to sort of take a step back and be like oh yeah we sound yeah. like these guys and these guys we have so many different influences like each individual member kind of brings all of their own influences so well, the way that I kind of describe us is how we've been described by okay. other people that have heard us. So people, it, it's kind of like a 90s kind of rock sort of sound. So it's like we've been compared to like Incubus and like early-ish Radiohead. It's, it's a very, it's a grungy kind of alt-rock sound, whatever alt-rock means. It's a lot of headbanging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. High, high kind of energy. We do have a couple of slower tracks, high energy distorted guitars. 90s kind of I guess especially influenced sort of music yeah Sick. okay yeah. that's pretty cool mm. I like that so it's a roundabout way of saying we play alt rock music <laughs> <laughs> which is such like an expansive yeah genre. what is alt rock bro yeah it's just any yeah anything on triple J that's, yeah yeah that's exactly exactly but like Foo Fighters are technically classified as alt rock yeah, yeah. but then so was like I guess Stella Donnelly yeah, yeah, yeah. So where where do we draw the line here? That's that's <laughs> on the spectrum of Stella Donnelly to Foo Fighters. Yeah. Where are you? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we're kind of more the Foo Fighters, yeah, end, I guess. Say, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a weird genre. Yeah, but, but it's good. It gives you space to breathe. I guess. Yeah. You, you you have diversity within the genre itself. It's it's especially good for when people are like, "Oh, you're in a band. What what sort of music do you play?" And you just go alt rock, and they kind of get an idea. Yeah. Because I feel like when you say alt rock, people tend to lean more towards the heavier kind of side of that spectrum 
So you say alt rock, you say grunge. They're, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, alternative is such a broad like genre. Like, you know, if you say you're rock, yeah, people understand you're rock. But, but is anything... Rock? Okay, so this is my argument against alternative rock. Is anything even rock nowadays? So what, like, yeah. Think, well, who the, is a the, rock band The nowadays? idea of rock has just been diluted yeah. massively. Like, yeah. Imagine Dragons are considered rock. Uh, Feel It Still by Portugal Man, apparently that's alternative rock. Imagine Dragon? Yeah. Really? Imagine Dragon these... Anyway, so. um... No. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, no, no! Because I get done by those all the time. Yeah, no, no, I'm my, too gullible. My man. mate, my my uh, my mate last night, he said, "Oh, what's the, what's that famous Canadian dish?" I'm like, "Poutine." He's like, "Poutine, these bottles." I need he yelled it. He was waiting for that moment. And I like that one. Fly trapped me. I'm gonna try and use that. Hopefully, nobody's listening right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Try that on. They will, but they'll forget. They'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, how often am I talking about poutine? That's it. No, no, That's no, I it. put it as the intro. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm always talking about poutine. Yeah. I love poutine. It's delicious. It That's is? the stuff. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I think he's like, I had oh, it once. I'm not talking about putin. <laughs> well, you know. Putin yeah. is delicious. Depends, yeah. It depends what <laughs> side of the, you know. We're either talking about food or we're talking about world politics. Those are my only oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a train of thought and then poutine got in the way. I don't know. Oh, like rock. Like yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, The genre, like describing a band. As a rock band, I've heard Imagine Dragons has been called alt rock before. Yeah, like describing a band as alt as as rock music nowadays is just like you, n- nobody does it because yeah, like I think it's like you said, like it's just so diluted. It's so it's such a massive like all encompassing genre now that rock doesn't really stand for anything anymore. Like rock it's kind just of feels like, like alt rock music now. Yeah. Well, well yeah. if alt rock becomes mainstream, does it become pop rock? Interesting question. Mm. It is an interesting question because would you say that Arctic Monkeys are pop music? Not no, and no. they're massively mainstream. I mean, Are You Mind was one of the biggest albums. Yeah, I was going to say like year, that Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. That yeah, kind and of that's and exactly, exactly because that's an interesting one as well. That from a production standpoint is very, very pop music. It's extremely, but. She and I think she even got sued by like a lot of these people. But she took a lot of influence from like Paramore and all those yeah, kind of early yeah. thousands, like female vocal fronted uh, punk bands. I guess it was, yeah, that was kind of more yeah. punk music. Um, yeah, pop music's an even more interesting one, I think, because pop music is just like a genre where they just take bits from everything, everything. and then they kind of bake it let's say they're, yeah. they're making like a cake they kind of bake it into this into pop music as opposed to like oh we're gonna make a pop song that's what that's what Elton John's done recently oh, oh, oh the, man I love Dua Lipa and those songs yeah um, because yeah what, what is it? like every, everyone from his era has just kind of faded or died out and he just went I'm gonna pay somebody to get my songs yeah. remix yeah. them and then get more money that, from it. That's I I absolutely love this. So Elton John apparently he he hasn't had like a top ten hit since the nineties yeah, or something like yeah, that. And apparently one day he was just like, oh, I f- I'm feeling a top hit. Because Elton John can just be like, I feel like having a top 10 hit now. That's yeah, crazy in and of itself. But yeah, he was just like decided that was just a goal of his. So he decided, he, he kind of looked at the musical landscape and he was like, well, a lot of big time hits are collaborations and their samples yeah so he was like well i have some of the best music ever written i die on that hill i love elton john i'm just gonna sample my own music which is such a flex i'll get all the royalties by myself yeah yeah because yeah. like 
that bit that Dua Lipa sings, she's then I singing like another. Long, long yeah, which time. is a different song. So I think. Yeah, she sings think, like another of his songs. I, think, I thought I they think, wrote that, and it was no. like, no, it's another Elton John song. Was, I think, I think like, all those songs have at least three of his different songs. Yeah, Sacrifice, yeah. Corporate, from, uh, Tanya Dancer, and yes. Man. Yes, yeah, and there, yeah, there's like a, there was like. And then he sampled Tiny Dancer again with his later song mm-hmm. with Britney Spears. I think so. Yeah, one? yeah. yeah. Oh, I, what I, a man! I love that so much because he—I would assume that he owns those masters. By this point, with how big he is, I would assume that he owns the record company that owns those yeah. masters at the very least. Mm. So he can just be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna—I'm gonna sample my music. Yeah, <laughs> legality's done because I own that. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, no, because you know, back uh, like if we, we're going back to the rock thing, because I did see a TikTok recently where it's like a bunch of these. How do, how do I say it? They look like the kind of guys who like would appear in like a college frat, yeah, like okay. that that mentality. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, us uh, lip singing to our favorite like rock songs. Oh, and one of them was I think I've seen the one you yeah. And one of them was it was Fall Out Boy. I don't know which I've got which Fall Out it's Boy. Probably song. Thanks for the memories. It or was something I like think that. it was Thanks for the memories. Yeah, um, yeah. And then one was one did Machine Gun Kelly, and then oh, he did the cover sessions. Oh no no no! I Machine think Gun Kelly did the Paramore cover. That's it. That's and it. it was and like his the voice most lackluster. Yeah, he was it's just. Like, what yeah. 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 yeah, it's like he went into the studio. I mean, not to not to not to throw shade at Machine Gun Kelly because he's the verses were good. I, I don't mind. Some of his stuff is interesting. I like I like how he came in with hip hop. And got big with hip hop, and he was like, "I'm gonna make a punk album now." I respect that. Yeah, really. I re- his career died because Eminem dissed him. That's why. No, 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 it wasn't punk. that. I it's, think he just made a career. One could make one could make that argument, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, that cover of what is it, Misery Business? Misery business yeah. Yeah. is like it's like he went into the studio uh, and he was like, All right, "I'm gonna make the chillest cover of this song. Zero <laughs> percent effort. It's gonna be amazing. No, no, it's I gonna blow his, people's minds." Verses were good, but he didn't do the chorus right. The chorus is the biggest, and you've got to go hard in the chorus, man. <laughs> I, I wanted to hear voice cracks, like. <laughs> Go yeah. out of tune, you know. Yeah, yeah. That you was, was very funny. Drive for that potential instead of just do Waste it. it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I attempts. respect covering that because that is a classic song as well. But yes, back to what you were saying about the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they're all rock songs, I guess. Yeah. You can't, you couldn't say you couldn't say that they're not rock songs because if they're not rock, what are they? Correct. Alt rock. Correct. So alt rock. That, yeah, that's but rock. alt rock is like within rock. That's right? that's the rock umbrella. Yeah, I feel like rock is just replaced for music that doesn't isn't. But genre. pop is popular music. If it becomes popular, then it automatically is. Pop. I I, th- I think pop has like certain yes to an extent, but pop music as a genre, talking about it as a genre, you're talking about like, well, the way that I see it is you're talking about like a production style, yes, where it's super shiny, it's like super like first just chorus, first chorus, bridge, yeah, the the structure of it, all of the influences can be like very weird and kind of esoteric yeah like I've heard some songs using like um, Nigerian pop music oh, yeah. and like Nigerian yeah, yeah yeah like and like those motifs in pop songs but it's still a pop song yeah yeah um, dance hall and stuff like that that's yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. one dance um, or even Itchy, Rihanna was doing Rihanna that worked. years ago yeah yeah pop music's an interesting one because it's yeah it's, it's this amalgamation of everything that has been proven to work yeah. essentially Pop it's, music's it's, like whole goal is to make money, so yeah, it's just using it's just stuff. It's the pinnacle of whatever it is at that time. Correct. And then next year, 
oh, it's over here now, and then it's just whatever the focus yeah. is. Yeah, and oh. you see that. Like, you see, like, O-Rod got big, and now there's all of these Olivia Rodrigo copies. It's just... I yeah. saw this... Um, this uh, Did you just call Olivia Rodrigo O-Rod? O-Rod, bro. O-Rod. Come on. Sorry, Come on. I've never heard Get that. the lingo, you said, O-Rod. You said O-Rod. I'm like, oh, wow, I can't wait to hear about this interesting... <laughs> no, no, Olivia, no, Olivia Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Like, yeah, O-Rod. Oh, O-Rod. you've blown yeah. my mind. Yeah. I heard this, like, this... What's it? I think it's analogy. That's the word. Like compares because Adele does pop music, right? Yes. But Adele is like the gourmet ice cream, while the, everyone else is like the <laughs> she's, normal. Ice cream. She's it's the Ben still, and Jerry's. I can see that. It's still pop. I can see that. She, she's the Ben and Jerry's. Everyone else is the vanilla tub at Woolies. But it's still pop, you know. In my head, it feels like pop is a specific genre and not a state of music if that makes sense like in my head pop music is very Katy Perry Ariana Grande yeah. those lots and it feels like the music is forgotten very easily the music doesn't make an impact so yeah. like culturally it's, it's almost advertising music yes it's right? music that can be played in adverts that is like it's it's nice enough to be like oh yeah there's there's something here but then as soon as it's over then there's I guess I guess there's no risk taking really in pop music but with Adele it felt significant like oh yeah, all of her songs have felt that's the thing, and yeah, it, it's the lyrical substance of it. Yeah, well, but she's also insanely talented. Yeah, it's a talent insanely as well, insanely talented. Like, and you know, th- th- there's been that growth within her. I don't see Adele as pop. It's popular music, sure, but like when I think of the genre, I don't see that as pop. But she's like the defining person. I think arguably, you, her, yeah. And, but that's the thing. Like you don't see her as pop, but she still makes pop music because it's like, critically acclaimed. Well, not even that necessarily. It's like, what else do you call? It? I guess you could call it like soul music to an extent. That's what I was thinking. Like blue soul, which is that kind of Neo British. Soul? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's like I think they're like the British one is like blue soul, where you've got like your, your you know your Adele, Sam Smith, that sort of stuff. That's yeah. But essentially, it is still pop music because of the production styles behind it. But that brings me back to like, not all pop music, not all pop songs are pop music. Because, like I said, Arctic Monkeys. That's you can't you can't say that. Are you mine? Is pop music. That's rock music like, yeah. with just Ooh. super super heavy bass lines. Ooh, it starts off a really slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's kick, heavy yeah. guitars and it, it still follows kind of a, a rock music. Which I mean, rock was at some point pop music, but yeah. Uh, the other one is the Black Keys. Like they that's had right. El Camino whenever that came out. Lonely Quite Boy. Quite a few years. Yes, Lonely yeah. Boy, that sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 Like, that was massive at the it time. Was. That yeah. was huge at the time. You know, so you still get these bands that are, you know... I mean, the Black Keys are a blues band, and they've gone back to that. Yeah. They were like, yeah, we had a lot of fun making a lot of money from that album, but we're just we're just going to keep doing blues. I, I think the difference between some of these artists is the way that they approach music. I feel yes, like with the Black absolutely. Keys, like, absolutely. They, they approached it. Like, they didn't change themselves... They were just like, we've got, we just, yeah, they, they just hit, they, they, something happened where they just hit like a cultural Wave. zeitgeist or yeah. something. Like often I, I see it's like their song is featured in one specific place yeah. and it blows up from there yeah. or it just, it just tickles everybody's yeah. bean. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like the, the perfect music for that moment yeah. almost, but it's not necessarily, like you said, they're not. I want to write a pop song exactly you know? yeah. like yeah. Uh, Gauthier right he, I was just yeah. going to mention he, that yeah. he blew up massively but it wasn't like he was writing pop music he was yeah. doing Again, whatever he just he had doing. that song yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and I, think, I think I, I think the, <laughs> I think that's the different the distinction that I make in my head is uh, you know artists like Ariana Grande Katy Perry them lot they are making music to be pop music yeah. whereas you know these, these artists that generally sort of shift into the into the headspace of popular music they 
they still stick to themselves. They still have that. They just hit something. Yeah. I mean, another argument you could make that what makes pop music is that pop music isn't made by the artist that sings it. Yeah. Because oh, there's so many the, ghostwriters. Uh, Martin, he's one of the most popular yeah, songwriters. Yeah, he right? has like more number one hits than like John Lennon and Paul McCartney yeah. combined or well, something. Because he's still alive. Which is bonkers and by the way and like so yeah you could I guess argue that pop music is music that is made for the artist whereas music that enters the pop genre that isn't necessarily pop or anything else to an extent is music made by the artist yeah yeah as, as opposed to music for the artist I guess because it's, it's, it's stuck no, that do, formula like that. what's proven and the, the songwriters give it to the artist artist sings it it's all the personality in there Fanbase. So, so how, yeah. how how would you classify Calvin Harris as someone who owns his own music but is making it for everybody else at the same time? He's an interesting one because he is he's he's EDM like he he's in that electronic that dance music kind of genre. But then he is there was this other guy that was John John Bellion or something. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 He, I'm at all time low low low. Yeah low, low, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. he writes stupid. Same as Bruno Mars. They, these guys write stupid amounts of music for other people. Or even Ed Sheeran. Mm. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um, these dudes write stupid amounts of music for other people. Um, and they give it away. Well, they sell it. And then I guess by having written it, I'm assuming they get like royalties and stuff from the music they when it's like do. made and stuff. But I mean, it, with, with, with Calvin Harris, he lets people know that he's... The forefront. It. It's like it's like oh, this is a Calvin Harris song featuring, or this is yeah. featuring Calvin Harris. But everyone else is like he's a background. producer more yeah. than like the actual. I mean, it's 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 a hundred percent a talent to be able to produce music like that. But like, if you talk about the talent as like the singer or or the the, the rapper or whoever is kind of the the main vocal focus, um, he's like yeah, the producer. I mean, David Guetta used to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Who's who's the guy that the another one? Who's DJ that guy? Khaled. DJ yes. Khaled. Yes, <laughs> similar thing. He's a producer, you know. They're, but they're... then again, he you can't compare him to Calvin Harris, even though they're both DJs. I think DJ Khaled's more like an organizer. He's like, oh, these people will be great for a song, and and it's all about the brand. I think it's very what... similar thing. They go about it in different ways, but it's very similar things. Because like I, I I assume I don't know how Calvin Harris makes music, but I'm assuming what he does is he makes a song, has a vocal bit for it, and goes, who would sound cool on this? probably text a bunch of people and whoever bites but everyone's like DJ Khaled doesn't produce his own music because in his songs they have other producer tags and he even he even had a song with Calvin Harris oh yeah he would 100% work with other producers for sure for Mm. sure that is very common as well I guess in the modern era where producers have become artists artists in their own right and then because you have all these artists in their own right all these producer artists then you get collaborations That's between right. producers and stuff um, Skrillex has been doing that for a hot minute Skrillex is great yeah yeah these dudes just get so good and there's just so there's quite a few of them that you know like like I'm sure people even hire them out to be like hey yo make me a number one hit <laughs> and so then one, they're yeah. like yeah yeah so yeah. they're like alright well I'll get this dude on it because that'll sound cool And well isn't, isn't that what Liam Payne did and then everyone's like oh I love the Ed Sheeran song but it's just That's him because right, yeah. he's trying to get s- kind of a step into the yep. and nobody knows his, any of his other Even songs Even with um, uh, songs that originally weren't popular but then a producer made a remix of it and it blew up like I Took a Pill in Ibiza uh, the Mike Posner I know the song C- C- who, who originally wrote that? Uh, Mike Posner it was, his, it was an oh, acoustic no guitar yeah, okay. an acoustic guitar yeah. ballad he yeah. made, it, made a bit yeah, Cheerleader yeah. oh I think uh, yeah that song Yeah, that, that the remix catapulted it there are quite a few of those. Um, quite a few of them. What's that super famous one by Kid Cudi? Um, oh, Day and Night. Day and yeah, night. yeah. That, that's a remix. Yeah, and no, that absolutely slaps too. Yeah. So, Wait, the Kid Cudi version? 
Because I know that there's two versions. Both are good. Because I, I listened to the Day and Night one, or even the Pursuit of Happiness, where there's two versions of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I remember you know, it, knowing the Kid Cudi version, and then somebody, and then when it plays, I'm like, ah, oh, I love this song, and then it changes. It's not, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That me then this goes back to the Elton John discussion. He just hires producers, produces again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you splash of paint on the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it works and we eat it up every time. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the Dua Lipa one got just uh, over a billion. It's got now. a billion, oh, yeah. yeah, plays. Jeez. Yeah, it has a bill, a billion plays, not a million. That's right, folks at home. That's a billion. Yeah, that's a crazy number. Well, while we're on the subject of bands, we've still got to do our question of the week. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> we haven't done the question. And you know where you can find the question of the week? It's on our Instagram, yeah. the verdict underscore IPL. So check it out for everything. Well, today's question, or this week's question of the week, was which is the better band, the Eagles or ACDC? The Eagles got 67% of the votes and ACDC got 33%. What are your thoughts, guys? I tend to agree <laughs> with the... I tend to agree with the people. Okay, the people. The Eagles are insanely talented. Like, those those guys are crazy, crazy talented. High selling album full time? I prefer personally ACDC, though. Okay. I like ACDC. Okay. I don't know. ACDC, I like the one guitar. Yeah, but ACDC, like, like Motorhead that did the same thing when they were around. They were like, all of these bands, it's... Okay, so it's like almost expected when you make like a hit album yeah. that your next one's going to be slightly different. People almost expect you to have like an artist development where you go from like, you know, like maybe your first album is pretty grungy because it's a bit DIY and then your next one's a bit more polished and your third one's meant to be like this crazy thing. Um, ACDC, Motorhead, there's these bands that just went, no, nah, we're, we're cool. I, I like the music we make. We're just going to keep making yeah. that music. Um, yeah, I, I I appreciate that you can listen to any new ACDC album and you know exactly what you're going to get. No, that's it. I, the reason why I brought up this question because I think they're the top two minus the Beatles high selling bands. Is that right? ACDC as well. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah, it's up yeah, there. True, true, it's true, up true, there, true. Definitely. There um, Why so does it like, feel incorrect in my brain? It does, right? The Eagles, I could see. Maybe maybe it's because we're I was so. Just like, don't they just only have one song? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because we're we're in Australia. Yeah. So ACDC is like almost taken for granted because yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah, yeah but everyone outside of Australia loves. But ACDC it. were really big outside yeah. of Australia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're in Iron Man. Oh right? yeah, it's Iron yeah. Man's yeah. anthem. Yeah. is just ACDC oh, songs. Yeah. Black and Black got a billion Spotify plays. That makes me feel better about the yeah. the Elton John remix. Actually, yeah. <laughs> That's, okay, I'm back on board. I'll stay in the music industry a little while longer. What do you reckon about band sampling songs? Like, if your band decided to sample Back in Black. That would be uh, a headache in legal work, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I uh, sampling is a weird one, man. Yeah, sampling is a weird fall, one. It could fall under certain things, like because I, I know that like, if you like rip the actual, I guess, musical aspect of it, that is a legal thing. But if you sample it and it's fairly obvious where it's from, that's a different situation. Right? There, man. the 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 legal world of music is one of the most crooked broken places in the world so. that's that's like a whole three hour there's discussion there's only like, like all that. eight notes or so on the piano or yeah well there's what 12 notes in total right in eight total, notes yeah. per scale yeah. um there's only so much that you can do with 12 notes you know and we've been making music from within the western kind of style of me because obviously like there's different you know you got like microtonal stuff in like you know other places of the world and then there's different tunings and stuff like that but like from a western musical I guess uh, world mm. um, there's only so much you can do with That's 12 right. notes of music and then you have stuff like 
I don't know if you guys have heard about the Katy Perry Dark Horse. Oh, the one where they got sampled by some... Uh, even with Dua Lipa Supposedly. Levitating. Dua Lipa Levitating. Yeah. Yeah, Levitating was another one. Um, yeah. The Dark Horse one's rough, though, because she supposedly... Oh, well, they, they were suing Katy Perry's kind of, like, as a brand, like, her, like, entity. Because I, I doubt that she wrote the bass, and I'm sure a producer wrote that it or something. It was about Max Martin, I think, as well, who produced. But there's funny ones about Max Martin, how he's, like, sold, like... Did you hear about that one where he, he... I don't know if this was Max Martin. I assume it was. Um, but he sold, like, a song to Kelly Clarkson years ago. And then he wrote another song for Beyonce. Well, since and they were just gone? the same song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were just the same song. It's a song. formula. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a but, track record. But how do, you, proven- how do you, like... Especially as a professional songwriter like Max Martin, how do you not have more of that going on? Maybe how do you yeah. not have? It, it was know? a flex. It was like, oh, I can just make the songs no, twice. I, no one will care because it's. I, I, think I it's highly doubt I think that he just, would. Because, like, you know, I I, I write sometimes, and yeah. sometimes I'll say or do something. I'm like, that is the exact same sentence as over there, yeah. and I yeah. thought it was an original thought. Yeah, exactly. But no, I've just I plagiarized myself. Yeah, uh, we don't know how how much of our subconsciousness holds on to stuff yeah. that we hear. Yeah. You know, like like you, you could play something and like think that it's man, the amount of times I've done this, like I'll I'll write a song. <laughs> fully write out the song, record bits of it, take it to the band and they'll be like, dude, you just this is piano man. <laughs> or something. Like a huge song that I love and I'm Guys, like, listen oh, to this dude. Play me a song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the man. guitar man. Yeah. It's just the same thing. I'm like, how do they not how do they not hear that? Yeah. Um but yeah the Dark Horse one is for for musicians, it's kind of scary because the so basically, long story short, there was this musicologist who sued Katy Perry on behalf of this like hip hop praise, like like he wrote like like praise music, like hip hop like uh, oh, Catholic worship music. music, yeah, 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 yeah worship yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. That's the word. Um, and the baseline <laughs> of the two songs was very very similar, very similar, yeah. not the same. But it followed. They were both in D minor, and they both kind of descended down the D minor scale over like the four or eight bars or whatever. You listen to them side by side, and they're like, they're not. Just it's, one note is different. It's a hundred percent not the same thing. Okay, it's a hundred percent. They're similar. Well, they just sound similar. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is that this musicologist, um, he had a jury of all non-musicians. He confused them with musical jargon. Gotcha. Essentially made them believe that... Oh, oh, the, the main argument was this video of this worship song. It's got 3 million views on YouTube. There's no shot Katy Perry didn't hear it. That was like the main... Like, it's got 3 million views and there's no way that Katy Perry hasn't heard this song. So she must have ripped it off. That's 1% of the American population. What is how many people the in the world? Six yeah. Billion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Horse got like a billion plus views. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um... And, and that's not counting like people that have watched it multiple times and whatever but yeah like that that case was really really scary because it was like you know like you, you could you you could generally be out for plagiarism like say like me as like a musician that doesn't really have much power in, yeah. in, by power I mean money I write a song and then it doesn't do it does alright but it doesn't do great and then like some big artist like takes it verbatim and then make a stupid amount of money out of it Depending on how much money you obviously have, it depends on what verdict you're going to get. Because I could be what, in and be like, look, what it's the same say, thing. What did you Sorry, what was that? What was the word which you just said? Verdict. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. We have to plug it every show. Got that one. I stuck that one in there for you, boys. Thank Subconsciously, you. didn't even realize. Yeah, but look, wow. we out here. Plagiarism. We out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's a fair point. Like, yeah. obviously, as a, as a small artist, and then they steal your song, 
You need a lot Which of money is a common thing. Yeah. It's a common thing. There are obviously some instances where artists will come out and be like, this is my song. And you're like, shut up, dude. You're just trying to make dude, money. Like the, yeah. the, the Dua Lipa song wasn't even on Spotify. It was on SoundCloud and they still managed to sue her. The article sound system. That's what the, the band was did they actually? Did they actually win that case? Uh, I don't think they won it though. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But they were pretty close to it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, crazy. Well, how about whilst we're in a break, I'll look up whether they won uh, because we need to go for a break because we're... A bunch of time You know over. what, Jacob? I think I need a doctor. Is it time for I need a doctor? Damn. Damn. I also need a doctor. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna need I'm, a, I'm gonna need a doctor Saturday after this after this launch, I tell you what. Pretty sick, because I need a doctor too. Speaking of which We fully sick, baby. Should we talk about <laughs> We'll do it when we come back. Okay, we'll do it when we come back. Okay. Alright. This is a song from a band I haven't heard of. I don't know. I don't know what they're up to. I believe it's <laughs> Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> Omaha Kite? Obama? Obama kite? (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, we'll be back in a little bit. Don't go anywhere. Three, two, one.
coming to you from Rockingham. IPL Radio.
From Zero by the Omaha Court. Tell us about that song. Tell us about what it's about. You know, so that is that is a really and that's kind of the, the theme with a lot of our a lot of this EP. A lot of the songs on the EP are like older songs that we've just kind of had, but we haven't had a chance to record and get them kind of out from under us. Gotcha. Which is why it's called Waves of Time. It's part of why the EP is called Waves of Time because these songs we've been writing since like we were like 18, if not even younger, some of them. Yeah, so we were just getting them out. This song in particular, From Zero, um, I wrote this, uh, I went to Ireland with Jordan, who's my drummer, um, whose girlfriend was on the show last week. Um, I went to Ireland with Jordan and Jess and Jordan's family. And it was like at a time in my life where I was like kind of, I was 18, I had just I had just ended like a really serious relationship. I was kind of starting a new one with this other girl. I didn't really know what I was doing, you know, post high school and all this sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, I was in Ireland, and Ireland is like one of the most. Have you guys ever been to Ireland? I've not. It's no. like one of the most beautiful places. We went in winter, which. Wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I thought it would I be it would brutally cold. No, all the the famous landmarks just touched by a hint of snow. Yeah, yeah, there was no snow. It didn't. Snow. I was oh. so excited to see snow. It didn't snow until we were flight. We were taking off. I'm not even kidding about this. It sounds like it's from a movie. We were taking off. The plane had just lifted off the ground, and then snow started coming down. Joking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no>. um, <laughs> snow is not that good. It is cold and wet. Yeah, yeah you enjoy I've, it for about. A minute, and then you go. Oh, this is. Bro, the worst. I could have had a minute, just a minute, and then I could have just <laughs> gone back inside or go to the pub or something. Like just a minute, Actually, just that's like ah, oh, okay, I'm over it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, still never experienced snow in real life. But anyway, so yeah, the, the song's like about kind of coming of age and not really being sure about it. And so from zero literally means it's a play on. It's it's kind of a play on what it's almost a double entendre, I guess, because the where the steeple rose from zero there's this landmark in dublin which is this massive spire just this gigantic like metal it looks like a massive like like a pin almost like you like sew with um and it's at um a lay point which is ground zero which kind of gets into like all of your like geometry on how like the the dublin and stuff was built and stuff but it's at what what's called point zero and so the steeple is meant to be like the the height at which like, I'm kind of aiming for or was it I still am at the time and it rises from zero which like I said is like a kind of double entendre on like me trying to get to the top from the very very bottom gotcha um, but yeah whenever I introduced that song I think I was telling you during the break whenever I introduced I'm like this song's about me being drunk in Ireland yeah! and they just go straight <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious why are you deciding to release it now like you know you had two other singles before right so we recorded it last year we recorded it in March, May, March or May or something like April maybe. Um, down at Artisan Music in Malaga with Simon and Pat, love those guys. Um, and yeah, so we did we did the first two singles, and then we kind of were feeling like we we we, we were gigging with them and we were doing other gigs besides like launches and stuff like that. And we when we recorded the songs we recorded kind of extra guitar parts and stuff in them just to give them a bit more kind of energy from a studio perspective but then we're playing them and we're like oh we we kind of want like another guitarist so the reason it's been so long like we haven't gigged since like December last year or something oh jeez yeah Um, it's because we've got a new guitarist in to kind of fill in those those 
those blank points that me because Rooster plays guitar but he mostly plays keys um, and then I play guitar as well but I, but then like there's like a third guitar part in some of the songs as well which like if Ross is playing the keys and I'm just doing strumming and singing I can't then play like the little solo bits and yeah. stuff at the same time um, which is where Cody's come in and so yeah we've just been rehearsing with him basically for cool. past like six months getting that ready we've been doing a lot of writing as well that was another thing like we didn't want to release this and then it'd be like another eight years or something before yeah. we release anything else. So we wanted to kind of like have a body of work ready to go. Once we release this, we can then jump back into the studio kind of at the end of summer 2023, record that, potentially record an album. And then we've got stuff, you know, for 2023 and then probably release that maybe in 2024, cool. potentially. So yeah, we're, we're sitting on an album um, at the moment. Not, not recorded or anything, but like, just like, I think we've got like, 12 or 15 songs or something that we're just oh, sitting on um, just All waiting finished. to get out yeah pretty much pretty much I mean <laughs> um, Ross will tell you this but like no song of ours is finished until we've recorded it because I will rewrite sections mm. constantly That's not necessarily based on like perfectionism or anything but like I don't know we, a lot of a lot of the way that I write is like I will write a bit of something and then I'll come back to it later and then like it, it kind it. of develops yeah no no I, I, I approach like story writing the same way yeah where you know you write your your text and then I'll forget about it for a bit come back look at it and go nope okay and just go yeah. through again yeah, yeah, yeah. rewrite it change it add it add little things in that, that sort of add that personality yeah it? so one of the songs that's coming out on the EP uh, is called It's Only I and that that song has gone through so many changes like it sounds nothing now to what it sounded like when we first started playing it in okay. like what 2014 or whatever um because that song has just grown so so much i i reckon it's probably my favorite song on the ep yeah which is kind of funny because that song we were just like let's just let's just get it out there like it wasn't really the focus for this was from zero um you and i need a doctor those were kind of the big songs that we wanted to get out there and then we just wanted a couple more songs okay tacked onto the end of so it just to just, make an ep was it just a feeling that you know i have to release these songs first because they are our most high impact singles or no it was it was it was genuinely just we need to get this stuff out from underneath us so that we can grow and develop as a band it was purely like a it, it was almost like it was weighing us down because we just we just hadn't had this stuff released and we're writing all this new music and stuff um but we can't record this music necessarily because we have all of this older music from from a time when we were writing kind of different music our the way that we're playing our genre has kind of become a lot more fine-tuned especially in the last couple of years where we've been gigging a lot more and I'm writing a lot more. It's become a lot more fine-tuned and this EP is kind of a mishmash of like, I mean, I Need a Doctor is basically a blues song. Yeah. Um, you know, You is is like a, is real grungy. That's kind of more the area we're going from zero is like, is almost like this kind of, uh, we took like a lot of influences from like post-rock and stuff because we wanted to make it sound really dreamy and kind of, um, so yeah, the you and from zero kind of more where we're leaning towards, but then yeah, it's only I is kind of like a cla like a Rolling Stones kind of vibe, and um, 
yeah, so it was purely just to get the weight of these songs off of our back so that we could just move on with where we want to go as a band, essentially. Yeah. I wanted to ask you as well, because I, I, you know, I was listening to you and I Need a Doctor, right? Mm. So you, you just mentioned that there were different genres, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, with, with you, it has a 30, 30 second, I think you guys... Do it, and then the song really kicks in yep. after yep. 30 seconds. Yep. But compared to I Need a Doctor, just go straight, straight in, like in. back in yeah, black, yeah, yeah. You know, straight in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, was that a, just an artistic choice? It was not not really, actually. It kind of just worked out that way. Okay. Um, we, we've we always played you with like the way that, so the way that we went into the studio was we had played all of these songs so many times live that we went into the studio with the same kind of mindset around it but the the problem with that is that you we often used as and like the opening song so like Jordan and Ross would start the guitar and the drums and I'd be like yo what's going on we out here it's the Obama kites while they're playing <laughs> the intro bit because <laughs> um, I thought when I, when I was listening to the first 30 seconds for the first time I was like is there something wrong with my speakers or something no yeah, it yeah. Really so that, that's muffled. really cool so we we um this was Pat's idea actually so Pat is the owner of Art as a Music he he basically made it sound like it was like a like an old like radio recording like it's like the the top end and the and the low end are like cut off and so it makes it sound like I, I love the drum the drums just sound like, so like, yeah. like a can type of, like a like yeah, a drum, yeah they just sound super like, like dusty and thing. like yeah. yeah 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 kind of like kind you're of. just you know back in the studio and removing all the dust and just warming yeah. it up and and then we oh, did yeah. the same thing with From Zero where we started the way we recorded the start of that song is we were we were literally in their um, like garage and we just chucked a couple of mics on the piano that Ross was playing a mic and then a mic like right there and I had the acoustic guitar and I was singing um, so that it sounded kind of we wanted that one to sound more raw more I guess um, a grungy Nirvana-esque no not, not grungy so much more like more authentic, yeah, raw, authentic oh, okay, I guess. I yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good word. We didn't want it to sound too like processed. Yeah, oh. yeah. We wanted, yeah, wanted to sound genuine, authentic, as if we were just sort of just sitting around, just playing it, and then like it comes in, and it's oh, it's, I love it when it comes in, um, and then it's this big, yeah, like dreamy, like expansive, massive sounding song, um, but that, yeah, interestingly, and this wasn't a, a creative decision, but instant interestingly it goes back to you where it starts out with that kind of like where it's pulled back and then it opens up from zero kind of does the same thing but with a different effect yeah and then yeah doctor is just like straight in um and that's kind of the that that's how those the ep opens it's like you and then doctor and then from zero i just say we've been talking about you a lot should we just play it for context and then get back into the discussion because we played i need a doctor we played from zero but we haven't we, played we can play it when we jump into the next okay match. When the, yeah, that's yeah. fine because we've been mentioning it a lot, yeah, but we yeah. haven't played it. And then they can experience it in yeah. the moment. Yeah. Well, if people are listening at home um, that have listened to us, they've definitely oh, heard you before. For that's sure, kind no. of our, our biggest song at mm-hmm. the moment. Is that going to be the the album opener for you? Yeah, yeah. So oh, it's cool. it's starting out with you, and then it goes. I need a doctor, and then from zero, then it's only. Oh, I, so are you releasing the singles in chronological order on the album? Essentially, oh, cool. essentially, yeah. Cool. It's, it's how it worked out. We didn't really premeditated that way but yeah that is essentially how it worked out um but yeah it's hell funny when you listen to the whole thing like 
you end and it like kind of comes down and like the guitars pull out and then the drums keep going and then they stop and then Doctor just comes oh, in and it's like, just it's like a, yeah, 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 yeah there's like this cool. left hook RKO out of nowhere <laughs> um, which is why on the the single recording is actually a little different from the EP recording because it oh, starts with me going three, two, one and then it comes in yeah. I, I like that because that braces your foot impact instead of going straight <laughs> in yeah. you know yeah 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 well, like you the, know Black and Back is like yeah and then on the EP like version, it's 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 yeah. We just it just goes straight. Oh, it just goes straight into yeah. it. Wow. Yeah, cool. yeah. So it just it kind of ends, and then it's just yeah. You just get punched in the gut, and I love it so much. <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah. th- this brings the uh, the discussion to like you know single release compared to on an, an album release mm. is different context, so different listening experience. Yeah. Like for singles, you got to make it just as if they're playing it just on its own. So that's why you did the one, two, yes, three to brace the audience per se. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're on the album. And you have to think about singles, especially in the digital age of music. You have to think about singles from the perspective of playlists. That's right. Because playlists are huge. Like, you, oh, like that rap caviar and Spotify. Yeah, any exactly. songs on there gets massive. Yeah, yeah. If you get if you get into a Spotify curate, like an actual playlist curated by the people that work at Spotify, bro, you made it. That's it. Yeah. Um. That's such a that's you such see a when huge like Drake deal. makes a new album, he's on the cover of every single playlist, yeah. and that's yeah, why yeah. his songs get crazy streams. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, so yeah those singles I mean you is exactly the same but you works as a single and it works on the album as well like it, it's it's it, it that song is is really interesting because it's it's almost cyclical like you can like listen to it on repeat and it's kind of like it just kind of does the same thing where it like comes up and then comes down it's like it ends how it starts yeah so essentially played it in a loop and it's essentially, just easing, essentially. Easing, yeah. whereas because Doctor is just on the EP we wanted it to just come straight in like with absolutely no remorse because that's kind of the was the idea so yeah, I was like, had with, to add that little three, two, with one. the naming, is it a strong hip hop influence? So you, based on Soldier Boy, I need a doctor based <laughs> on the Eminem song. You know, funnily <laughs> enough, funnily enough, I need a doctor is kind of hip hop inspired. Really? Um, yeah the the way that I wrote the lyrics, um, I wanted to write lyrics that were heavily rhythm influenced, basically. Um, so those those ly- like, there's not a lot going on melodically with those lyrics. Um, this, yeah, there's just all this like, you know, the da 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 da. Just all this kind of rhythm that's like happening in those lyrics. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that song was hugely influenced by hip hop for that's sure. That's really cool. Yeah. So you oh, you mentioned before. So you write the lyrics, then you make the melody for it after. It depends, man. It depends. I have so many different kind of ways of writing. Um. I was thinking about this actually for a while because you were like, yeah, we, we want to talk about this. And I was like, oh, I, I don't even know how I do it really. Um, so well, I sat down. How do you write, how you write, you know, you write books and stuff. I mean, normally I think the concept or the end goal is what's in my head. I don't write books, Michael. That's a good, <laughs> I want, I need to You write preface. novels, you write novellas. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't write little sh- I'm short try, stories. I'm trying to prop you Short stories are dope. I love short stories. I don't know. knock. No, 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 no. There will be no short story slander on the no, Alex, no, no, no. I'm trying to hype you up, bro. <laughs> I know. But Michael, when I can't live this up This is up our famous, famous author, Alex, who's co- <laughs> trying to sell you copies. Yeah. Yeah. I can't New York live Times. up to the ex- expectation I'll fall flat, all right? I've got to make it thing. But no, I get the, generally, I do this with most things that I create. That's creative, I guess. In Minecraft. Um, uh, yeah, no, no. Um, y- you say that, but it's part of the experience. So um, that kind of stuff. D and D, even because I run my own game. As, as oh, so you like write that. your own whole campaign. And stuff. Oh yeah, I've, oh, yeah, I've, yeah. Got a, cool. I've got a homebrew campaign. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so stories and anything creative that I do, I sort of think what's the concept of vibe that I'm going with, and then I just try and do what I can to piece that there towards the end. And your concept yeah. is usually consistent, right? 
I don't know. Maybe. I mean, sometimes like uh, I'll go, hey, I'm going to have a bit of a, a humor twist in this. So yep. Let's yep. leave some space in here for yep. to hit those beats. And sometimes I'm like, all right, so um, I, I did... I wrote like little Batman stories and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, so I know what kind of vibe I want to go. This is going to be not necessarily like militant, but it's going to be bang, 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 bang. So I have to make sure, you know, I hit that pacing and stuff. It doesn't necessarily matter what the story is doing as long as I'm hitting that tone. That way you can fill in some of those little gaps that I might be missing elsewhere and stuff like that. This compares to like your album, right? You're saying they were both different genres, you and Doctor. Completely different genres, but they're within the vision of the album. Yeah. So... How would you label this new album? What genre would be alt rock? Yeah, like, it's still alt rock, has- even grunge essentially. Because yeah, though though they are, you could argue that they're different genres. They're still we still play them the same. We still play them with the same energy. So they still they they still kind of work together. They're still like a cohesive kind of unit. Okay. Um. So it's like the Venn diagram type thing, and it's in the middle. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. and you've got like say the five different songs, but they all hit that one. That okay. One no, that's cool. So like, in the middle. so you're saying like vision-wise, you wrote these songs in different stages of life over different years. Mm. But um, is there like consistency sometimes? You know, between the songs, is it based purely when you write songs? Is it based on life experience or dreams you had, or how 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 is it? Just you know, some some cool concept. You're like, oh, I want to write a song about this. You know, there's a water bottle right there. I'm so inspired. This, this was what I was thinking about when I was like, I don't even know how I do this. It's very similar to how you you have a concept, yeah. yeah so yeah. I have, I, I I have two different ways that I approach a song. I either just sit down. I play guitar every day, so I either sit or piano. I play music every day. That's good. I'll sit down and I'll either if I've got something that I want to get out, I'll work on that. If not, I'll just mess around. Yeah. Sometimes that will, generally speaking, that will lead into something, and then I will take that thing. I'll think about how it makes me feel. And then I'll go from that. That's oh, that's cultiv- one way. So you generate something and then just cultivate Correct. that idea. And use outwards. that. Yeah. The other way is that I have like an idea, like a, a set idea. I put blinders on so I don't get like kind of branch off because I'm sure you, you've you run into that where oh, like yeah. you'll write something and then you're like, oh, I'm over here now. How hey. did we got to bring it back? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'll put up blinders. I'll be like, I want to like the, the doctor one. I was like, I want to write like the bars, you know? Not that I would say that they're bars, but I want to write something that's kind of rhythmically um, interesting as opposed to just like your kind of stock standard melodic. So are, are you like the, the Kevin Parker of the Tame Impala band in a way? <laughs> like you write all this stuff. And are you the Tame Impala of Tame Impala? <laughs> no, no, Kevin Parker. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, no. That, that little underground band that no one's heard of. Yeah, um, exactly. Very low. I'm surprised you knew who they were, Michael. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 He's been expanding his musical horizons clearly. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's um, no, I mean, like Ross writes lyrics as okay. well. Um, and that's, so then that's the final stage, right? So like I will sit down. And I don't even know who I'm writing for necessarily at the start. I might be like, I want to write a song for the band. Okay, what do I want to write about? Or, or how do I want to write it? Like um, like Happy Pill, you know, Happy Pill. That one, oh, I yes. sat down. I was like, I want to write a song that uses the same chords over the whole song and somehow make that interesting. Mm. That That's all I sat down really? to do that. So, so it's like a concept. We said, Essentially. Like, like almost like a challenge for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Um, so... It was Jack White, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, I can't even remember where or why he said it, but he said something along the lines of creativity blossoms when you set restrictions. No, 100%. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. I find I'm much better at making something if I've got something to go on. You know, like those creative or like writing. assignments. I mean... And uni. No, no. E, e, 
Yeah, I mean, like you know those creative writer writing assignments where it'd be, it'd be like, hey, here's a like, like a prompt, a prompt, yep. or oh. they'll be like, you can only use this setting or this time. What's like, yep. behind the door? Yeah, because essentially, <laughs> instead of yeah. instead of creativity sort of being the entirety of it, you're being creative because you're. You've been fed a little something. Yes. You have to be creative around that thing. Yes. And, and as that, opposed to... Because it yeah. gives you direction. As opposed that's to just true. sitting down, I'm going to write a song. And then you're like staring at a blank piece of paper for three hours later. You're like, well, you I'm going to write go about paper. <laughs> about the paper. No, but... Yeah, but that's not... But even that, because you're not even thinking oh. about the paper, you're not thinking about anything around yeah. you, you're not thinking about your experience. You're just like, I want to write a song. What the hell is a song? Because it's just so expansive. So many ideas. It's too big. It's yeah. too big. Yeah if, yeah. if you're not given restriction, your creativity just becomes mundane. Correct. Uh, because you it, you just follow the same thoughts. All that, yeah, same correct. So then, are you, then you end up writing piano man. That's right. You, know? That's right. you end up you <laughs> yeah, end up yeah. writing stuff that you've already heard. You know, stuff that has already been done. You end up doing like a like a cookie cutter kind of method of creating. Um, and it's just disingenuous and yeah, and just boring. Oh, sure. It's just yeah, yeah, you can't engage exactly. it. But do you think that rushes you as well? Like it, it just you know, I want to make this content. I'm going to rush and finish this product, and then that, no, I up. never. Okay. As I was saying earlier. Um, my songs aren't finished until they're recorded. Until they're recorded and with like, the final band, and yeah, they all play. And we've paid for mastering and stuff, so yeah. you can't change it now. That's that's when they're done. Gotcha. Um, yeah, like 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 it's only I like that song. I kind of rewrote. I like added verses to it. Like after like like what two years ago or something, you know, mm-hmm. added a breakdown bit at the end. Like that that used to just be this little acoustic thing where I played like three chords over the whole thing, and then it just grew into this like. Yeah, this this kind of just where it's it's like just a crescendo, and yeah. it just starts from very little, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until there's this massive halftime breakdown. Because again, going back to Doctor, I think that's one of my I think that's my favorite song which you oh, guys cool. have released. Because yep. um, yep. you know you start off with the with the heavy like the dun, baronet, yeah, and then then it transitions towards the bridge, and you just like a guitar playing, and it's like yep. the, the original melody is just kind of it's changed, it's yep. transitioned, yeah, and then I think it ends back to the original melody how you started the song. Kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. It ends on like the like the end of the chorus, I guess you could say. So when did you when did you decide that you know we're not going to make this you know like how you said with Happy People the same four chords for the whole song alternating and repeating? Um, is did you want to evoke emotion with that bridge uh, or something significant? That one, yeah. So that one is interesting. I I wanted it to sound chaotic. I chaotic, wanted it to okay. sound like like because the song is essentially about like the reason that I need a doctor is because I've fallen in love. I, I, uh, I, I've gotten into like a toxic relationship or I've fallen in love with someone that I shouldn't be in love with and it's messing me up. I, you know, I'm in a bad place. I need a doctor. And you know, that, that signifies the confusion and turmoil that you're in. Yeah, so that end bit, because the song is just kind of like, it's like this kind of cool, kind of bluesy sort of thing. And then the end of it is just chaos and just mayhem. So it's like, like you're putting on a facade. You're starting off strong. You're like, oh, I'm cool about this. And then the emotions catch up to you. And yes. Then you just- very much so. Just oh, I'm a mess. I'm you know yeah like that yeah oh, yep. interesting. Yeah. Yep. And then how do you design the chords around this? Because it's obviously not the same chord structure. Did you you know when you were playing around your guitar and then you're like <laughs> so <laughs> like, 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 like I said earlier like I sit down and like write every day. Yeah. Um, I I I've been writing since I was like six. Okay. I started like properly recording myself when I was like maybe thirteen or fourteen when I knew found out how you you do that besides like having like a I used to use a um little like, you know those like um, the voice recorder things. Yeah, oh, they're the best. Like like yeah, what, I used to use like one of those. Like, and, like what, an like SD what, card. I say old timey like journalists would do. Like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So subject seems to be uh, having apprehensions when it comes to declare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he may same, need a doctor. <laughs> yeah, um, I used to. I used to use one of those. Um, okay. And then, like, I I got into like kind of more productiony sort of stuff. Um, like Ableton uh, um, and stuff like Ed Garage. I started band. in Garage Band. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, music uh, specialist music. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So I had already been using it for a while oh, I before that. Um, yeah, I, I still love Garage Band. Um, I use GarageBand Pro now. Um, Logic. <laughs> you know, Logic. Wait, Pro. there's GarageBand Pro and then there's Logic Pro. I thought the no, no, no. GarageBand Pro is Lo- Logic yeah, Pro. I mean. yeah. Logic is GarageBand Pro, yeah. but it's just GarageBand. It's yeah. the same thing. I love it so much. <laughs> but yeah, I've got this this like whole hard drive. It's like what three terabytes. It's nearly full of just ideas. Yeah. Just just riffs and chords. I have pieces of paper lying around. I, I love voice notes. Like when I'm playing something on the piano, I just record it. Like, yeah, yeah, like voice play, recordings yeah. on my phone and stuff. Yeah. yeah, great, yeah. Um, yeah so like last night it was like one in the morning um i started writing like this kind of like soul i guess inspired song like this kind of slow down kind of melody sort of thing just because you were in that that state of you know relaxation and yeah i was just playing guitar and then i just kind of came across these couple of chords and they kind of made me feel a bit sad and then i started writing and then yeah um it's a very spontaneous process and but it's spontaneous and develops into a focus it's it's like I wouldn't say it's it's purely spontaneous. It's like forced spontaneity because I always sit down to do it. And so I think because I've been doing it for so long, my body knows that, oh, well, it's late at night. I guess we're writing music. Like I'm I'm already in that zone. Um, like, yeah, my body just kind of knows that that's what we're doing. And so it's like, I, I just sit down, I start playing and like, I don't, I very, very rarely ever play other people's music. Very, very, very rarely ever like, do I like kind of jam out sort of, you know, you know Jimi Hendrix or whatever like because you said you got you just mentioned you had a lot of material and stuff hard drive you know stuff on your hard drive what determines to make you focus on committing to this song the band the band really (laughs) I straight up I'm just like hey boys what do you think of this and I'm like nah chief that's not it I'm like I bet and then just save it and forget about it or if like I take a song and like yeah that's cool and then we just work on that because narrowing it down to 15 songs when you have so many ideas and so much material that must be a big process. It's not really. Honestly, it's purely just like I send it to them and they're like, yeah, cool. The harder one, the harder one is my solo stuff. Okay. That's the beautiful thing about the band is that I have four other guys that can be like, yeah, we could do something with this or nah, that's that's kind of, it's not, it's not really what we're sort of looking for. Yeah, easy, no dramas. The solo stuff, because it is just me. I mean, yeah, I get like Jordan on the drums and stuff like that, but like- You have no one to counterbalance your correct. thoughts. Correct, yeah. And, and so I, I have to take them or... completed songs. Okay, so you don't um, ask for feedback, you know, we trusted people, which you'd- I do, I do sometimes, um, but it's, it, it's uh, the solo stuff, it's a lot more- Roar, it's a lot more vulnerable, I guess, because it's about it you, is solo. your life, your solo. Yeah, yes. yeah, but it, yeah, it's solo stuff. Like, it's like I don't have like, like not lemonade, like solo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, sh- I will commit a crime <laughs> in this studio. <laughs> You'll get that guilty verdict. <laughs> get the guilty verdict. <laughs> Got him. Nice, oh, nice. Um, inspiring. I can't wait to be on the jury and then be like, <laughs> "What's the verdict?" And I just point at the hey! camera. We like, are. Oh, he's guilty. Oh no. Oh, we joke. are the jury. <laughs> no, but it's funny because you're talking about like you know when your body und- like gets into that that space and understands where it's going next. The exact same thing happens to me every time I take a, like go to the toilet. 
Yeah. <laughs> like yep. I've done some of my best creativity, my best things going when it's, it's just crazy, crazy that, that right? it's that release when, Alex. Yeah. It's just that release. same my, as showers man I, the amount of melodies that come to me in the shower is actually re- I'm gonna set up a waterproof recording device in the in shower because the, the amount of times where I've had to turn off the shower get out hum this melody into my phone <laughs> and then jump back in is <laughs> like it's like at least three times a week. It's That's, ridiculous. No, nah, I'm too focused in the shower. I've got I've got things to do, right? When I'm on the toilet, my butthole's out. I'm the most vulnerable, <laughs> right? Well, I'm, Alex, Alex, just calm down. Calm down, Alex. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have to show us. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like in this weird vulnerable state and I'm like... Oh, that'd be fun! And I'm like, got, and I'm writing yeah. stuff, and I'm creating stuff, and I'm like, like I've got two different campaigns going on, and I'll be like, oh, you're doing that? I'll send them back a paragraph and how how we're gonna go about this in the game, and I'll you know, do all this other stuff. Just and that like, physical and emotional vulnerability state. Yeah, of yeah. My pants around my. If, if someone came into these toilets, I can't run. My, I'm, <laughs> it's all over. It is. It's all over. So, like, and the ideas just get flushed away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Flushed away. Yeah. Good movie. There, Good movie. Actually, yeah. There yeah. is something. There is something in there. That, that mm. vulnerability allows me to access its creative parts of myself. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It's um, a liminal space. You know, do you time doesn't exist on the toilet. Yeah, yeah that's Late true. night driving, I find as well. No cars yes. on the road. Just yes. you. Not listening to any music or anything. No distractions. You're just in the car, just kind of just driving. Then I, yeah, just shit just starts to cut, start yep. coming. Like yep. on the drive home today. I will come up with about 10 plot points yeah. later on. Yeah. I'll just be like, hey, it'd be cool for this if I made this character or anything else. Yeah. So there's something to be said about like kind of just monotonous tasks that just, they, I, I don't know what it is, but they, there's something for your body to do. Yeah. So like you can, your your brain can kind of do other stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. If you, you can compartmentalize what needs to yes. happen externally and then you can focus on everything internally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So super is, interesting. Is the core of uh, your concept is that what the title of the song is? The so with you and Doctor, you know, the the you know the the the, the example of the Doctor. You had the idea of that, and you wrote a song about it, and then you decided to call it "I Need a Doctor." Kind of, man. Kind of. Um, I need a doctor. Yes. There's a lot of times where, like, I will, especially in early drafts, I'll just put words on a piece of paper. Okay. Whatever the hell they might be, like, they might not even like. And then you just like connect them, like Scrabble or something. <laughs> well, the the idea with that is is I'll do it because it. I always seem to write. Actually, sit down and write late at night. So generally speaking, I'll just get whatever out. I'm like, I'm super tired. So it's generally speaking. Crap. Is it the state of tiredness, or do you just drink a coffee to like energize you up? Or oh like, no, no, just, I, I make like sure I'm. Exhausted. Okay. Yeah. Um, I find that being tired, for some reason, I kind of shed all inhibitions. Yeah. And I'm just, I can just get in the zone like that. And you then can't, just, you can't lie to yourself in any way. Yes. So yes. you just, you just go all out. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Which isn't great sometimes because you come back in the morning like, what is, what is this, bro? <laughs> yeah. I'll hang it up <laughs> after, after. You, yeah, you've gone through that crucible. Yeah. You, you nap. You come back. You go like, to bed being like, bro, that was some. Oh, that's oh. that's gonna sound ridiculous in the morning. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I used that. to do that with assignments, right? Yeah. I would, yeah. I would make sure I was tired as hell. It'll be twelve, one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I'll do some of the best writing yeah. that I've ever done. I'm like, well, I've written two pages, and I go to bed. I come back, and I'm like. This is incoherent. Yeah. Again, it's, it's not like the this feeling. Even English. <laughs> the <laughs> feeling of deadline makes it exciting. Like nothing is better than you know when you have an assignment due, but you're watching a movie, and then when you don't have an assignment due and you're watching a movie, it's like completely different. 
Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I like live for that thrill. Yeah, I live the for the thrill. I I'm addicted to stress. <laughs> it's a real thing. It is. It's it a is. real thing. It's yeah. the mental illness, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I constantly I feel uh, that. I constantly yeah. just go. All right. Instead of doing the easy thing, I'm going to put myself in a situation where I know it's going to be bad, yeah. and it's either I'm going to come out of it or I'm not. Let's yeah. see what happens. And I just yeah. roll the dice. <laughs> exactly. And, there we go. Uh, it's never backfired, not even once. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet. Um, yeah, so I think it's a good thing to transition. So if we, we want to play the song, and then we'll transition to talking about the solo. I mean, yeah, yeah so sure. we, yeah. we'll we'll play the song. Uh, now, which song was it again? You. 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 There it is. I can see it right there. Wonderful. It's not Crank That. Don't play Crank That by Soldier Boy. Oh, no. no. I'm playing Crank That I, by Soldier Boy. I actually ghost wrote that, believe it or not. Oh, no, that's, oh that's, my that's, gosh. That's fat cap. That's <laughs> wonderful. Okay, well, this is you by the... Um, I keep getting this name wrong. Uh, Osama <laughs> Shorts. The Osama wow. Shorts. Yeah. Um, why? Why is that a huge vibe? The, the Osama nine, Shorts. Well, well, the scab nine, Duty. Osaka Shorts. Scab Duty. Scab Duty. That, I stand by. That's the best. Everyone's band like, ever. that's the worst name ever. For uh, yeah. right rock band. Everyone's wrong. The yeah. yeah the uh, the Osama Shorts. The nine inch in like seam in in. Insoles. I tried to make it in Islam joke. I couldn't. We'll be back in a
more music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. Say the thing you want to say. Uh, say what you want to say and let the words fall out. Wow, you were really quick with that. That I was know. good stuff. Thanks. Anyway, sir, we've talked a lot about your professional career Now as a we need musician. to talk about you. Yes. yes. I'll I let the words fall out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, what sort of stuff do you get up to when you're not doing music? I feel like music takes up a lot of your life. It takes up most of my life. Yeah. Uh, so for the other 2%. It, it just takes up all of it. It's what am I talking name. about? It's your last Your first name is Marzi and your last name is Music. It's yeah, literally your I have last to. name. Yeah. yeah. It's a legal requirement. It's they what, will what's, lock what's... me up. <laughs> you're just sitting there just minding your own business. It's like, my arrow is not playing yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> Take him yeah. down, boys. <laughs> I can only play video games like in a really dark corner of my house. Otherwise, they'll get me. <laughs> and it has to be like Undertale, so it's like musical based yeah, like yeah, challenges. Yeah. So it's correct, just like, correct. guys, it's okay. Yeah, I love that game, but I don't know if I can play it again. <laughs> oh, oh, too oh, many times. Although there's uh, those Pokemon like uh, contests where you have to like dance to the beat or whatever. Yeah, like DDR yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, what do I do other than music? So I've got the two bands, or oh, my solo stuff, um, the band I've got. I'm currently doing some work at a studio, which is really fun. Ooh. Oh, um, music studio? Yeah, yeah a recording it. studio, which is super fun. Awesome. What else do I do? I'm studying um, sound engineering. It takes up a lot of my time. Uh, it's my last semester, so I'll be out of there very oh, soon, which would be lovely. Nice. Um, and I work at JB Hi-Fi. Oh, to pay wow. the bills. It's <laughs> all yeah. like audio related stuff. Yeah. yeah that's what I told. Right. I would go to jail otherwise. Yeah, really. Like it's all over. <laughs> yeah. Now, what about a fable tabletop game like Dungeons and Dragons? Do I've you... I've been known to partake. You've been known to <laughs> I've been known to partake. Dabble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've dabbled on the odd occasion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. player or DM? I've never DM'd. I've always wanted to DM. Um, yeah. but no, I've only ever been a player. Just okay. send the message, bro. Yeah, three months later. Hey, when are we playing? <laughs> no, yeah. that'll be it. It'll be like, yeah. it takes three months to survive yeah. people. Yeah. No, um, so when you've played, have you done like any long campaigns or is it like modules yes. and stuff? Yes, so my mate Steven, shout out Steven. Um, shout out Steven. He, he made a homebrew game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was so much fun. It was my first It was my first game that I ever played. Um, and they'd already been playing it for a little bit, but then some people pulled out. And so then I think they messaged me and they were like, hey, yo, do you want to... You want to roll some dice and have some laughs? I was like, hey, I love rolling things. That sounds great. <laughs> My favorite things um, are spheres. Yeah, I love it. Let's go. Weirdly shaped little plastic things. I'll yeah. throw those around all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, played that. We played that like every Monday night for, I want to say like two years. Two years. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. played for a Without long fail. time. But we missed every now and then, but yeah. pretty consistently. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that we still haven't finished that campaign. That campaign was massive, dude. Two Absolutely massive. Yeah, pretty much. No, yeah, because I'm I'm on a year and a half currently. Yeah, Clo- closing. So we started in January 2020. Yeah, because it was pandemic time actually. Yep. Yeah. So 2020 is January. So and it's still going. Yeah. So going strong or going. Sorry, no, no, 2021. It must be 2021. Okay. Because yeah. it was one and a half. Yeah, we haven't hit two years yet. Is it going yeah. strong or down the drain? Oh, no, it's it's going strong, Michael. Don't ever... Getting don't stronger. Ever, yeah, stronger. every day. With your, with your rewrites and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. So, essentially, the, with just a little peek behind the DM curtain. Yeah. Um, the way I planned the campaign is not the way it's gone. And not because yeah. of my players, but because of I've made changes. Oh, okay. The yeah. players have been introduced to this world and I'm like, how can I make this more engaging? And I went, all right, scrap the ending. 
I already okay. had the ending planned out, and I went, I'm going to remodel the entire thing. And it's been a lot of fun. I just love how cohesive this interview has been. Like, the, the songwriting and the Dungeons & Dragons, there's a lot of similarities. Well, we play music when we when we do oh, Dungeons. Really? We have, like, little background music. So, I, as I said, there's always music. There what, has to be music. What class are you... What class did you play in that two year one? So that one, I had two characters because one of them died. Classic. Um, I didn't even, I wasn't even there. I was like sick the night that they played. So someone else killed my character. Oh, that is not cool. Yeah. That is not I, cool. Yeah. I, I weep every night. Um, <laughs> that's a, no take backs. Did you have to get another character or he had to be revived? Oh, they cooked it so bad. Oh. <laughs> like she like died and then like she was like, because they will fight. They were fighting like a hill giant or something. Oof, so small, yeah, yeah. small brain things. Yeah, um, yeah. can relate. Um, <laughs> he like threw her off like a cliff. Like she was just, she was as dead as dead could be. Yeah, yeah. Like she was pushing up daisies before I could even get there the next week. Like she was, she was so gone. You weren't there, so it's the character. Not we hilariously revived her, which okay. is hell funny. Um, cost like all of our gold. Yeah. Um, but I'd already written up a character by then. So my first character, her name was Piani. She was a dragonborn monk with a serious nice. drinking problem. Nice. Um, which was a lot Way of fun. Way the Drunken Master? Yeah, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a subclass where you, you basically just... You, you kind of flail around as if you're drunk, but you're just punching people and you, oh. you're being an obstruction. It's I was gonna really, say, really good movie. You ever seen the Jackie Chan? Oh, the I've heard of it. I've heard oh, of it. dude, yeah. it's so good. I heard about that. that. That man was... Oh, the stunts he could do were actually oh, yeah. insane. yeah. But yeah, she was my first character, and then I rolled up a, a mountain dwarf barbarian. Nice. Um, who is the most broken character in the world at the moment? Why is um, it broken? So he was really good friends with in game. He was really good friends with Jordan's character because I played with Jordan. Um, his character Gleb, and <laughs> Gleb kind of died. Kind of. We he don't really like know, gnome, but like Gleb the gnome or Gleb the elf. He was a half orc. Okay, cool. but he was like for some reason on the character sheet he's like six foot eight, but he's only like a hundred pounds. <laughs> so he's just skeleton apparently. He's like the thinnest oh, half. Like or Winky from, came from the office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, he we, the party I think thinks that he's dead. Yeah. I have a funny feeling that he's not outside of the like meta yeah, gaming. Yeah, yeah. I have Up, a feeling. Table, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, like in game, he's like dead, and so I spoke with my I spoke with Steve, and I was like, "Hey, yo, can I like so you know exhaustion points? <laughs> can I do that?" But it's like kind of a bit different, and it's like Baldur's going through like depression in game. So whenever he rages, he has to make a, a fifteen DC Constitution saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> if he fails it, he gets like I roll like a, a D one hundred or something. Yeah, and depending on where it is, he gets like a. A, a bad kind of thing happens gotcha. so if it's like I think it's like if it's zero to like 20 he thinks that his party are the enemies um, oh wow if it's like 20 to 40 his rage just doesn't work if it's um, 40 to 60 he gets confused or confusion whatever that effect is um, yeah, there's just like a bunch of these just like effects just because I thought it would be funny to just it's have like, like... It's like a really terrible wild magic table. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, I just, yeah, I like I like playing characters that don't work properly. <laughs> I don't know. It's just very amusing to me. Like Piani was yeah. useless. Yeah. She was... Her her best stats were strength and constitution and she's a monk. Should so she's meant to have dex, dex and wisdom. Dex, baby, yeah. 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 She was absolutely useless. 
Um, <laughs> she used to she used to always get like the party like locked up and stuff. Well, I say she. I used to always get the party locked up, <laughs> role playing her. Yeah. Um, and then yet Baldrick, my dwarf, is just like Baldrick. Baldrick. Isn't that from Blackadder? Something like that. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, yeah. He's just like this. This really sad because he's because he's my brother. <laughs> he's died, and they like kind of. It was kind of bad how he died. Like they just kind of like abandoned him, Jeez. which is why like I don't think that he's dead because yeah. you don't actually see him die in game. If, it's like it's like with anything. If they don't die on screen or die on the comic book page, Correct. they're not dead. They're, they're I was gonna say tell them about um that that show which you watch and they rolled two perfects. Yeah, no, I was I was watch, so I watched Critical Role. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the newest campaign, um, one of the characters got like a natural twenty, mm. and but he had advantage. And some of the other guys like, hey, just roll it again, just to see. And he's like, yeah, sure, it's not gonna. And it just it got he, an, so he got two, two natural twenties in a row. That row. is crazy. And what a waste of a natural twenty. Yeah, <laughs> but the whole table erupts, and it's like for sort of like a minute, two minutes before they can calm down again. And it was just like a moment of very pure funny. glee, and yeah. everybody just like these are grown. Yeah, men and women. Very famous voice actors. Exactly, most of them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and like they're just like screaming, grabbing each That's other. Amazing, like, I love oh, that. It was so much fun. Yeah. But what's the percentage uh, likelihood? One in four thousand. Wow, because it's twenty. Really? Well, well, because uh, one in twenty for a dice roll to twenty, then for two, it's uh, one in twenty times twenty. I see. True. Yeah, one in four thousand. One in four thousand. So yeah, it's 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 a high chance. It's you know what? It's the same chance as finding a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> now, <laughs> there's a story just, behind just this. Just release this. <sighs> there's right. a story behind this. Rat incoming. <laughs> so incoming. you need a sting for that. You <laughs> yeah. need like an actual like. I'll write it up for you. Rat incoming. Yeah, I'll write you up a little jingle for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but make it like super peaceful, and then I just like. Go ham. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So currently, I'm playing a Pokemon Nuzlocke, which is a specific type of Pokemon game. Obviously, you guys well, know. What, but what's a Nuzlocke? Yeah, yeah. So a Nuzlocke is um, self-imposed rules that basically mean that you're restricted in what you can catch and how you play the game. So essentially, um, you can only catch one Pokemon per area. Uh, you can't catch multiple of the same types. You've got to nickname your Pokemon so you feel attachment attach to them. Them. So when they die, you do cry in real life. <laughs> and um, In real life. And when they when they faint, are you playing that? Yeah, they're dead. Like, yeah, they're, they're dead, right? So they're they're yeah. to the box. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you release them or box? No, no, I send them to the box oh, good, so I can good, keep good. track of everything I've killed. True. I, it's, it's not a box, it's a graveyard. Um, so I'll send I'll send them there. And yeah, so <laughs> if your Pokemon faints, normally you can just go to the Poke Center and dun, 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 get them back, right? But in the Nuzlocke, they, they faint. They're gone. And, and yeah, so... Bye bye, Birdie. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I was in that play. So I was, um, I was playing this Nuzlocke, and I'm good. I'm actually recording. I'm going to post it at some point when I can be bothered. On the verdict's official social media. I mean, I will. I will. The verdict underscore IPL. <laughs> the verdict underscore IPL. Um, yeah. So I was just grinding, right? I, I was just jumping into the fights and trying to level up so I could d- defeat the first gym leader, and I found my second ever shiny Pokemon. What was the first? Metatite? When you say second ever, do you mean second ever playing Pokemon in your whole life? Yes. Oh, I thought you meant in this run through. I was like, damn, that's a pretty lucky run through. Yeah, Don't okay. Ever. Okay. I used to think they weren't real. It's to very a point. it's very upsetting though. This story is a lot more upsetting. <laughs> the only, I mean Pokemon Go doesn't count, alright? Shiny Metatites are, yeah, yeah, yeah. are red or pink, I'm pretty sure. Red. Red. I think. Uh no no that the 
No, they're, they're a gross green. Are they? Oh, I hate the green Chinese. Yeah. Anyway, so that was upsetting because I wasn't able to catch it. Uh, it was a pat rat. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. The Meditite. So the first one, I was just walking through. It was next to uh, Eterna City before you hit the mountain, right? And it was like level 12. My party was level 40. So I'm like, ah. And I have like a Pokeball. Wait, Eterna City? Or in um, Diamond? Yes, this you is in Diamond. Meditites in Yes. Yeah, so if you go... Anyway, I'm I, I just found my chops. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. So, um, yes. We'll throw, we'll throw up a map on the Vertic Instagram <laughs> story later. And so I wasn't able to catch it, and that really ruined my day as that a sucks. 13-, 14-year-old. Sure. Um, and the, the gap to now. The gap to now. I've been playing Pokemon games on emulators, on DSs, on Switches this entire time, and that's the second... And then I'm grinding, and then mm. a patch rat comes out of the grass. Green eyes. And I had to take a minute to myself. My girlfriend's over on the couch watching. She's trying to do her tape work. And I'm just like swearing. I'm like, yo, what the... Oh my... And I'm just like screaming, pacing around the house. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Look at this. And I'm like pointing to it. She's like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, it's a shiny Pokemon. I was like, you love that. Well, I can't use him. And it's just an emulator as well. At least it wasn't like in Emerald when you find the the Poochiana at the beginning of the game and people found out a shiny and they couldn't catch it. They had to kill it. Yes. Yes. That's crazy. That's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did end up catching the Patrat. Even though technically I'm not meant to, but turns out there is a rule that you're allowed to use the first shiny you find. Ah, uh, no, yeah, I'll pay that. Okay. So, okay. which means that I have a shiny Patrat to use, but I don't think I. Will. I don't think anybody's going to be checking on you with the rules. Yeah, I, don't you're not it. You no, no, I don't think recording it. No, no, I don't editing. think the Pokemon Gestapo are going to come. Excuse me. They do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> uh, you, you look in the comments where someone's like, mm, "Actually, <laughs> um, you'll find that according to the this is an illegal rule. run." <laughs> Actually, you should have ended the run back there. I've actually counted your IVs. Um, so you've been Oof. doing some um, some stuff uh, off camera, it seems. Yeah, there's, there's people like that. There's Oof. people like that. And, I, I, you know, I want to play it to the rules. I want to leave typical Redditor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I want to yeah. make it authentic. But, yeah, okay. second ever shiny, and it's a patch right and an emulator. So I can't even transfer it to another game. So will your third shiny be it's a watchhog? When you evolve it, or is that still your second? That's shiny? still my second shiny. Don't take that away from me. Yeah, no, no, no. If you if you played Pokemon Y more because you didn't play it that much, right? No, I played it a fair bit. If you tip a lot of NPCs, your shiny chance increases. That's why I found a shiny Brosprout, and it, it had sweet scent, so I could use to get the horde battles. It was very convenient. All right. Well, that's been a fun radio show. You're just really showing me. <laughs> I'm going to go home and never come back. Yeah. You know, the first time, the first time I ever saw a shiny, I didn't realize it was a shiny until like several years later. Was it a Gibble or Garchomp? It was a. It was. I was about to yell very loudly. It Ginger. was a. It was a Gyarados, and I thought that my that Ruby was just broken. So I just turned it off and turned it back on. Oh. Years go by. Years go by. Because I was like, why is it? This isn't... What's going on with my game? I was freaking oh. out. I thought I'd like broken the cartridge or something. Yeah. Turned it off. I love Gary. Gary is probably my favorite Pokemon as well. Okay, okay. And then he Hella like, hyped. I was like, oh my God, it's a Gary. Why does he look like that? What is going... Turned it off so it didn't save him, whatever. Just, just straight like turned it off. Years later, was reading up about. I, I don't even know how I got there, but then I saw a photo of a shiny Gyarados. Bro, 
my rage at my younger self. I would have thrown hands. We, if he, if my younger self had been put in the same room, I would have strangled me, dude. I, I've, I, oh, well, well, I can feel I'm the rage. I'm getting upset just thinking about it. Well, I guess you weren't red at the time. Yeah, I became I became shiny Gyarados in that moment. <laughs> in that moment, yeah, hundred percent, bro. Have you found any other shinies ever? No. Since okay. oh. I've never, that was the only shiny I've ever seen, and I thought my goddamn oh, cartridge no. was broken. Yeah, this is why I drink. <laughs> you, got, you got to write a song about the shiny guy. I like, should. The, I should. The, the one shiny. That, it'll be called the <laughs> one that got away, but it'll be ambiguous enough that it sounds <laughs> like a love no, 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 song. Yeah, 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 you, you just described the the Gyarados as her like feminine features. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I loved her hair and the way it moved. Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah. white the way scales. she glistened with the ocean <laughs> sea breeze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I love and people are like, mouth. who's that? Who's that about? Gyarados, <laughs> Gary. Hey, so, uh, make it overtly Pokemon as possible, then you could be on the soundtrack and get an endorsement by Nintendo. You either call it the one that got away, or you call it two Garys. See, have you heard two any Garys? Yeah. Have you heard any old Shiny drop Gary. songs about Gary Doze? I hate that so much. <laughs> I hate that it took me a long time to get. Have that. you heard yeah. an old truck song about Pokemon? Yeah, the original theme song. Yeah, the original theme song is pretty metal. Yeah, it's a great song. I'm gonna be, yeah. Uh, so, Michael, how, how many how many shinies have you caught? I think three or four. I, I can't remember, but I remember. It oh, was about three he's or caught four. so many, he just can't remember. I, I, I just remember. Just a regular occurrence. I'm yeah, seeing yeah. how to play Pokemon. Guess I'm gonna okay, catch a shiny. Think, yeah. Man, shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding, Michael. We love I'm you. We to love share you. The Pokemon. <laughs> it was it was it, it was a gloom. Oh, yeah, Gloom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Bell Sprout, and I think two more, which I forgot, but I know there was two more. He doesn't even remember them. Yeah, yeah. that's how it? meaningless they are to him. Yeah. I was Unreal. I was watching a streamer, and she was trying to get a a, a, a shiny Rayquaza, mm. and uh, she just kept. She's trying to get a shiny Rayquaza. How yes. do you manage that? Um, you have to soft lock it. You just, yeah, you just pause before it and you just keep restarting and yeah no joke true yeah. okay and the shiny it looks so it's black right but in the game the I have of, seen it yes the yes. version of the game that she was using um, it just looks very like dark dark tinted green mm. so she's she's opening it she's opening it she's opening it green 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 dark green green and then she just screams because she reset on a on a on a shiny Rayquaza that's so and, sad yeah I mean I just wouldn't play the game. I I don't think I've played. I, I, I would very. I barely played Pokemon since I discovered that myself. <laughs> and if I, yeah, and she knew too. Yeah, yeah. Nah. I would just. I would just retire and call yep. it quits there. Yep. And, you know, take up golf or fishing or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. You know, start calling people champ and yeah. shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like wearing polos. Okay, start listening sport. to the Eagles instead of ACDC. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. you'd be that new kid in town. Yeah. Nah, yeah, it, it it it's it's fun, but um, that's upsetting. It is. I was trying. To, I was gonna hopefully talk about like fun, creative stuff, and it just got sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah. So this this conversation took a turn for the dark. No, no. Let's let, let's go back to <laughs> let's go back to D and D because so I'm, I'm currently playing two separate characters right now, right? I'm playing Kodo, who is a Tabaxi rogue. Okay. 
So she's a cat person. Yes. Not we anything weird, Michael. Put her, take that smile off your face. I, I wasn't smiling. No, you were. You're like, oh my god, this guy's a furry. I'm just a happy person. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't disown my happiness, Alex. I'm not disown. Don't take this joy away from me, bro. Your happiness sus. I know. For real, sus happiness. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So, um, but she's also multiclassing into monk. Because you said you like to break your character to the ineffective. Mm. I'm the opposite. I'm not a min maxer, but I love. Juice lo- I love synergy. Yeah, sure. So yeah. the rogue monk combination. That's deadly. It's just like yeah, yeah, because I can use daggers still, and it that that damage will scale with the monk. Yeah. So instead of it just being one d four, it'll go up to one d eight at some point, and I'm yeah. still using daggers. Yeah. And, and like I could use a, a, a rapier or a scimitar, but. Daggers are fun for the aesthetic of playing a rogue. Daggers are cool, man. Yeah, and yeah. I, can, I can throw them at people. It really gives yeah, that Middle Eastern true. aesthetic, hey, Alex? The what? That Middle Eastern um, Baghdad uh, aesthetic. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Aladdin, the Aladdin oh, aesthetic okay. with the scimitar. Simita- yeah, the, scimitars, the, the, yeah, yeah. It makes you feel like a real rogue, hey? I'm going to stab you. <laughs> with a scimitar? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get that sneak damage. Like, like a real uh, hooligan or a street rat? Michael... I will eject you off this podcast. <laughs> this is my podcast. <laughs> oh, we'll my podcast, we'll find out his podcast and it's in a yeah. fist fight. I am the captain. <laughs> now, and uh, the other character I'm playing is uh, a hill dwarf forge cleric fighter. Okay. And so, a what a, a what cleric? Forge cleric. Forge cleric. Is he like okay. a blacksmith? Yes. Okay. Oh, so okay, that's cool. A cleric of basically like creating stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. And he's like the most like humble guy, and like. Because, you know, he's a fighter and a forge cleric, and I'm, everyone, like, plays him a certain way, and I'm like, no, nah, he's just a guy who wants to make things for just other people. Just a friendly dude, yeah. He is, he's, he's missing an arm, and he just, he just... True. But he's got, like, a metal one. Yeah, okay. Which is fun. Or like Bucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just, like, he's just a guy there to protect people. He loves sharing stories. Instead of creating things, he creates relationships. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's nice. So it's, like, the big, scary-looking dude, but he has a heart of... Oh, Yeah. Yeah, my first character was a guy named William Smithian, and I based him on Will Smith. William Smithian, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can and, see the inspo there. And he was a wood elf, and I said, you know, what just because he has big ears, you don't have to make him an elf. <laughs> Does Will Smith have big ears? He always makes jokes has, about it all the has time. Giant ears. Yeah. Does he? I've never oh, noticed yeah. his ears. Man can hear everything. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. There you go. That's why he heard him that's talking the, about his wife so that's much. That's why he hit Chris Rock, yeah. yeah. He knew he was saying some stuff backstage, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, so, um, because he's a wood elf, so they tend to have, like, a bit darker skin, so I pretended that he was a, a blacksmith who was also a blacksmith. Big ears, dark Smith. skin. Is this Will Smith? Literally me. And uh, and <laughs> and my friend asked... comprehension of black people, Alex. That's racist, <laughs> man. My friend... No, no. Shut up. My friend asked for his backstory, so I just rewrote the Fresh Prince intro and just added my own destination. Oh, so, so where did he go? Like, uh, in, instead of Bel-Air, where was it? In like West Fandolin, born okay. and raised. Okay. Uh, in, in his the, hometown... Uh, in the playground? No, in his home... Because he... Something and then orcs killed everybody. Anyway, it's whole thing. Wait, that's a super depressing. Movie. Oh yeah, no, he's like the the, the lonely survivor. Okay, <laughs> but, a, but you made because he was th- a coward. But you made the cheery oh. theme song and how he's like my orcs got killed or something like. That. <laughs> no, no, no. The orcs killed everybody. That's a really depressing. damn orcs. Yeah, I I really fell into some character traps there, but Just actually, no, that's one thing I'm trying to change in my in my current campaign is I'm trying to like break down the walls of what is and isn't. 
in okay. terms of like the hist history of D and D. It's just like you know, orcs are a certain archetype, and I'm like, no, let's let's change them up. Let's have fun. With That's them. cool. That's fun. And uh, I like that. yeah, so because I mean. Like the themes of this campaign, the reason why I did change it is because before I'm like, haha, big evil guy does evil thing. And I'm like, that's a bit reductive. So I actually tried to base it on like themes and ideas and stuff like that. Okay. So the one of the ones is like the idea of like morality is like based yeah, on perspective cool. and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. So the big bad evil guy has been funding terrorism around the island that they're on. Cool. And. But I mean, not cool, but no, I, no, no, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board. Yes. Yeah. And essentially, uh, he's he's basically funding. Uh, he he hates the gods, and so he's destroying um, temples that are dedicated to gods because he thinks that you know he's made himself without any help from them. Sure, he's a and he's a strong secularist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And one of my players, he found it so compelling. His character is leaving the campaign to join him. Because oh. and now he's introducing a new character. That's pretty cool. And like, I like, like that. Like, yeah. And I'm like, because I, I want I want people to like go, like he's wrong, but you know I understand where he's coming from. Or you know, like there's a, a bandits that basically they trade in people sometimes, or they trade in monsters and creatures. And it's like, no, no, without them, like a lot of the island can't have the resources that it does. Yeah, they're like a major supply chain here. So it's like, if we destroy them, we're killing thousands of people. And it's like, it sounds like he's a dictator. Sorry, your your character, your evil character is like like the dictator and getting followers and followers and <laughs> kind of cult kinda. leader. Yeah, cult no. leader. He, no, it's very very much based on that. They don't know who he is yet. Um, the whole Thanos was right type thing. Yeah, yeah. So like some people in their twisted way will see like he doesn't have to get followers through necessarily indoctrination or like magic. He just has to say his words in a good way and people will be like maybe this guy's speaking some sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a I like fun. I like villains that are written like that though, because mm. I I think it's like you're saying like the the evil guy that just does evil things because they're evil and the yeah. good guy just needs something to fight against. It's just so overdone. Yeah, I think the it character is. of the Joker. I think they're deconstructed. Yeah. He still does evil things for the evils because he likes it. But he I mean, is a really interesting one because he is like all about like chaos mm. and it's oh, yeah. not he's not necessarily evil it's more that his he's he is like pure id and like yes. his ideals of what the world is which i mean it's like you listen to like a lot of his like speeches and stuff yeah. you're like yeah you're not you're not wrong i don't yeah. know if i told you like in lit i think i wrote an essay about how the joker was just like iago from Othello, and yeah. i was like I was like, that's so cool, and I actually wrote the whole essay on that in lit. Iago is a very interesting character in literature as well, yeah. like he, because he, he is kind of so. It's it's funny how we we kind of came full circle because like in, I guess more traditional literature, the bad guy was always bad for a reason. He had a reason behind it. Maybe yeah. it wasn't necessarily a compelling reason that would force the audience to be like, oh no, that's got a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he always kind of he could always kind of explain it. But then you like come to like Iago, and he is—he's just—he's just a bad dude. Yeah, jealousy is the green-eyed monster. I think that's one of his. Yeah, he's just a bad. Yeah, I like. Yeah, he was just a just a bad dude, and he just did bad things for the fun of doing it. bad yeah, things. For the fun. Yeah. yeah, super compelling villain. Because yeah, no, like bringing it back to the Joker, the reason why I think a lot of people, I guess, wrongly, I'm going to say, identify with him is because mm. he he sees every establishment as a challenge. Yes. So he sees this the creation of something that isn't something that he created as a challenge for himself to destroy it. Yep. Which is, you know, whether it be somebody's character or 
Same thing as like Tyler Durden. Yeah. Yes, like yes. Tyler Durden, like especially nowadays, is like he's like this hero, but this a, a completely besides the point of yes. the movie. Like yes. he's not. He's a he's 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 id if id gets away from itself. Like he's he is just like this like purely like physical base thing with no concept of repercussions or impulse yeah oh yeah impulsive no no thought to the complexities of you know like the human experience Mm. um and i think the reason that these characters are so compelling is because that way of thinking is just so much easier than having to sift through like it's like you know like you could eat meat but then you could also have like a nice vegan patty and if you're having a vegan patty then like you know you're not destroying the environment but like meat is nice and like you know it's it's like there's this constant in everything that we do there's this constant decision of i could you know i could potentially make the right choice or not or there's like you make a choice but you don't realize that it's like a bad thing that you're doing somehow hurting the the good place yeah Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was leading into that actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's a really good point. Show, like, yeah. like a bad villain who's just doing bad things is different than a villain who's doing bad things, but he likes doing it. Like, you compare Malekith from Thor. He just did bad things because he was bad. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you compare the Joker, he also does that, but he enjoys doing that. And they're yeah. kind of like the same thing, but... One feeds them, and the other one seems like it was... Th- that's why people don't like that villain, is because yeah. there was no motive behind it, apart from... He just from was. He had yeah. to. And if the motive was, I enjoy doing it, that just elevates it so much. Exactly. Like, yeah, if if the reason why they're doing the things is because it brings them happiness, that's scarier Absolutely. than like anything else. Absolutely. you know... Not much stands in the way of ourselves and our own happiness, whether it's like immediate happiness where we have to feed something. You know, like, you know, people, people, like being people are depressed, people are in bad situations, but they often there because they're feeding that instant of happiness. Whereas instead of the other thing, so yeah, this is this is like the same thing. You know, if if somebody's happiness is drawn from the suffering of others, that's yeah. one of the most terrifying things. But that sort of in. villain is so interesting because it it kind of relates to real world villains that like. You know, like they do Pray these the horrific week. things, and then the news is like, "How could this happen?" I was like, "What, what do you mean? How could this happen? Anybody yeah. has the potential yes. to do this." It's like from the comics, like that whole the Joker became the Joker because of one really bad day. Yes, you, you've like yeah. read like the Red Hood or Red, yeah, 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 uh, under it, the Red Hood. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, it was just like one really bad day, and that was like, and everybody has the potential to to become that sort of thing. So like that. That character I've always found super compelling because, like, that is what would happen if you just were like, just let go mm-hmm. to that. That's you true. Know? The whole new Joker movie that was just it spiraled and spiraled. The, the Joker um, 2019, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix, yeah, yeah. Phoenix, yeah. That just spiraled and you know, and then he just became the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah, one hundred percent correct. Because like when when you see like those like serial killers, like those documentaries, and like a lot of it's interesting because it's like you mean Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy, uh, you know, <laughs> like like you dive into like the mentality of the person, but it, again, it's it's as simple as they wanted to, so they did. Yeah, and you know, it's not necessarily how could somebody do something so atrocious. It's the upbringing it's like, too. It's sometimes. like yeah, and that's the that's the crazy thing. Like a lot of them have these small really, animals. They always start off yeah. killing with small. But animals. But also, a lot of them have these really tragic backstories. We yeah. like read about like how messed up their childhood was, and you're Ted like, Bundy had a pretty awful childhood. Yeah, the Unabomber. I've talked about him on the show extensively. Um, he was experimented on by the CIA. Yeah, and then yeah. he. See, the reason, like, okay, the difference between Ted Bundy and the Unabomber. Ted Bundy is uh, falling into this uh, this cycle of 
killing because it feeds him. Yes. Right? Unabomber had like ideals. I he guess, had ideals and motives to live up to. Yep. So here's the difference between my BBEG and then the Joker. You know yep. what I mean? Or, 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 or I guess you could also argue like if Ted Bundy is the id, then the Unabomber is like super ego. Yes. If, yes. If I guess we, I brought up Freud for some reason. So yeah, um, I mean, you started the Freud train. I yeah, call that one a Freudian slip. Damn, damn, <laughs> I'd be slipping though. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, you could sign. say that. Like you'd argue that both of these things are bad mm. things. You know, they're not. You know, yep. I mean, there's no even argument. Both of those people were really, really bad people. Yeah, but one did it behind a veil of I'm saving the planet, yeah. and the other one did it because. F the planet, everything is chaos. What does it even matter? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is interesting because both of them are right and wrong in their own like way, I guess. Uh, like both the of them went about it in the wrong way. Really, it's just Black Panther. The, the that's that's different. That's that different. Those are both ideals. They both have the same. You mean like Killmonger? Yeah, they are both the same endpoint. It's just one was doing it through the lens of the oppressor, one was doing it through the lens of the oppressed. Essentially, yeah. so it's like one was appeasing the ideas of the oppressor, which was um, T'Challa, and one wasn't. Uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> so with Ted Bundy, what was right in that situation when when you when you reference it? I guess his like reaction to, well, not reaction. And this is what I mean. Like both of them were wrong, yeah. obviously. But like he, I guess Ted Bundy, like he was like, I. I don't even know if they ever like really figured out what his real motive was behind what he did or why any serial killer does what they need yeah, to do. But yeah. a lot of it is based on power yes. and him trying to take power back. And so much of the world that we live in, we are made to feel powerless in like, mm. you know, modern day life um, because it's easy to market to powerless people. It's easy to control powerless people. Yep. Um, so when I say that he was right, he, I'm what I mean is that he's like... The way that he felt and the 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 desire to get some kind of power back, like that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's, yeah, okay. It's I, the I it's the switch though. Oh, this, yes. is, this is just like um. Have you watched the boys? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah season yeah. three, how Homelander is finally gaining independence of himself. Yes, which is a good thing, but it's bad for the re- everyone for the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I see what you mean. So one person, like a, something that is classified as uh, universally good might not be good in a situation depending on the person who's involved in that. I guess so. you, like universal good and bad doesn't exist. It's true, like true. it's like, like the war. I am a like, bad guy, but I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you can say like wars are bad, right? Yeah. yeah. Wars are no good, no down with down with wars. How many like medical discoveries were made during the Second World War that have like completely changed Mod- technological discoveries that were made during that, you know, what six-year time frame. No, it doesn't. Nothing justifies anything. But no, what I'm saying is, nothing is necessarily universally good. Nothing is universally bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, in the same vein, um, where did it go? The thought that I had, it's yeah, gone. I'll, I'll throw it back to you. Here, catch. <laughs> oh, you missed it. Uh. <laughs> This is the wrong thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, beans, anyway. beans, wait, beans. Oh, beans. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, um, no, no. I totally agree. Like, um, is it, yeah. Actually, this was the right thought. Thank you, Michael. Oh, good. No worries. Uh, it's, just, it's the same thing with uh, ethics and psychology. When you see the kind of things that we discovered before, before ethics were in place, because we could push the boundaries even further than before. Yeah. And we could see this, the rate at which we discovered them. It's not like we're not making those discoveries now, or we're not 
breaking boundaries now. It's just before, when people were allowed to do whatever they wanted, we were able to learn from that. So yeah. people were yeah. in the worst ways being violated. People in the worst ways were being mistreated. But it let us know so much. And we were able to sort of build a, an understanding of the human psyche yeah. in like the 50s and 60s. And then... And it's interesting what you said. So you, you like question, you're like, well, do the ends justify the means? Uh, yeah, that's that's 100% the question. Mm. Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's like a question of a wars are bad or, well, yeah, some good things came from the war. I don't think that it's a question of that anymore because that's kind of a, it's a non-question really. Yeah. Well, you, you, could the- just, you just run around in circles. You don't actually get an answer. But do the ends justify the means? That's a hell of an important question. Well, here, I, I, here are these results from the war. Here's all the test results and now we're just using it. Well, okay, yeah, but it's like it's like yeah, yes, you, we have all of these remarkable technological discoveries and all of this rubbish. But like, how many people died in World War? Like eighty million, or even potentially more. I, yeah. I don't, it's stupid amount, a ridiculous I amount. I mean, the, the best the best way to figure out if the ends justify the means is if you if you give somebody a gun with eighty million bullets and say you have to kill all these individual people so you can get that that bunch of stuff over there. If that person would do it, then in their eyes, it justifies. Yeah, yeah, that trade-off, right? That's a good point. Uh, but nobody, like, you know, so I got but it's to- a collective thing, right? Like, it's every. I think every individual person would answer differently in their own sort of individualistic way. But the thing is, is that but these I, these yeah. universal things that happen, they're not. Yeah, I guess you could argue that certain individuals kind of pushed for these things to happen, but yeah. the benefits and the the awful things that happened that happened as a collective to the human race I mean all of the there, there was so much bad things that happened after the second world war yes. Europe went into this massive famine because yes. all of the land was just decimated after world war one Spanish flu was transported all the way all over the world you know like but I mean I, I, the other thing we need to look at is is it as a result of the war or is it a side effect of war yeah because when you look at death is a result of war you can't have war without death yeah Medical advancement, that is a unique situation that might happen, if that makes sense. Yep. Uh, w- what are the other direct results of war? Uh, changes in sovereignty, I guess. Changes yeah. in land. Uh, Those alliance, are direct... Sorry? Like uh, alliances and stuff between... Yeah, so... Um, yeah, wars uh, and stuff like Geneva Convention, that yeah, sort of stuff. So, so when, when thinking about if the ends justify the means, we need to understand what the ends actually are. Because I think... In this in, in this analogy that we're using right now, um, I, I don't think that you know when we look at medical advancement and technological advancement, I don't think that is a result of the war specifically. It is an unfortunate side effect or a fortunate yeah, I, side yeah, effect. Yeah, I see that. I see uh, but, that. but when we look at the war, we can look at sovereignty, borders, uh, alliances, and those kinds of things. But playing devil's advocate, I think the an argument could be made. I don't know, even know if I agree with this, but an argument could be made that the ends do justify the means because we've probably saved more lives than were lost because of the advancements that we've made from the side effects of that. Well, we didn't know it until much later. Correct. Correct. I mean, I can already deny that as a possibility. Okay. Because one of the... I forgot... Oh, God, I really wish I remembered off the top of my head. One of the scientists who created the... Um, uh, you want me to throw some things at you? No, 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 I got it. Um, it's actually um, nitrogen was depleted from the from uh, the soils, right? Yeah. And so I'm going way, way back. So um, and 
they found these large like uh, rocks, uh, rock formations, which were covered in bird poop, and it, okay. it like built up over like hundreds and hundreds of years. And so that was so rich in nitrogen that was sourced around the world. Then that depleted, and we needed to find a way to get nitrogen back in the soils. This one guy f- manufactured this entire process, which allowed for nitrogen. Um, to be manufactured uh, a form of nitrogen which is ammonia yeah uh, and that was then cultivated then on it out then he got rejected by um uh but i think the world stage essentially mm-hmm. and so he went on to make chemical um weaponry and he's no, the one who did Joe. so he yeah. made like what well, mustard gas and stuff chlorine like that. gas and everything True. yeah that was him he'll go all right where uh we are um upwind now let's yeah send that go. gas down there yeah wow um he he went from he, he actually so he ended up he ended up um saving the lives of hundreds of millions of people by generating this agriculture then how many people did he kill exactly yeah. like it's it's this weird sort of he went from being a savior from humanity he had a, he had a nobel prize then they tried no joke. then yeah, they tried real. to get rid of it well they want people advocated to have it uh, taken off him because he basically committed what are now considered war crimes yeah at a flip of a switch yeah yeah like there's just this weird sort of shift in focus that war brings out in people it's yeah. it's you know the we find out ways of killing people each other a lot quicker like you look, when you look at the 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 change from technology from world war one warfare technology yeah world from war one to, 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 to two and then on yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's just increased massively yeah. and then we as the public we get the dregs of that every like uh, 20 years behind and that's an interesting thing as well so then to play the other side of the devil's advocate I was playing before perhaps the only reason that we've made so many advancements in these fields is because there's just so much goddamn money spent on all of that exactly like so um, much money what is it with with America like uh, hundreds of billions of dollars billions of dollars yeah Bill- yeah. like every year yeah. put and into more. the military yearly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and like you said like we just get the dregs of that stuff yeah. like like uh. like what in, in the 60s it would have had X technology and then it becomes public in the market in like the 2000s stuff like that yeah like it's 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 yeah. yeah so that's an interesting point maybe it would be a completely different thing if all of that money was spent in R&D and Science and and yeah, and, if if, yeah. if the the engine that is capitalism, I guess, wasn't focused in one specific direction, mm. if it was focused to actually bettering humanity instead of, um, defense. do you think as as human beings, knowing like the human condition though that we could do that, understanding that like wars and like yes. squabbling and stuff is like kind of almost in our nature, do you reckon that it would be possible for the world as a collective to be like? Maybe, maybe, maybe just like a billion less. Maybe we could do with like one less fighter jet. Yes, because um, that is America. The rest of the world is not doing the same. Not as bad, correct. The rest of the world takes a different approach to this. When you look at England and some of the more conservative people in England, they are far. Okay, I I don't want to fall into political stuff here, but they're far better quotation marks people than the conservatives in America when it comes to human rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah specifically. Yeah. Even Piers Morgan, a hated, <laughs> a hated journalist in England, he spoke out against all the stuff that Donald Trump was doing, and yeah. he spoke out against uh, some of the politics in America uh, because America is its own engine, it's its own system. But when you look at the it's rest, its own, yeah, it's a weird when, place over there. When you look at yeah. the rest of the world, obviously those kind of countries that don't necessarily have dictators or have closed off, like say North Korea and mm. China, mm. where information is manufactured yes when you look at the rest of the world it's not following those footsteps so I very think true that is a, true as north a collective korea. as a collective i did say north korea i said okay. countries like north korea and china yeah no I, I think as a collective we could do a lot 
I think we could do many good things, but then we just have a I couple of I think it's a emasculation type thing too. Like, I got more weapons than yours, therefore you can't attack me and stuff Yeah, like and that. I guess that's the other problem, right? Like, yeah, the rest of the world is doing that, but the big powers yeah. um, are, like, still very much on that. Like, yeah. that, that militar- militarization kind yeah. of train. I mean, when you look at the history of China, it's been very militant. You know, the Great Wall of China was there because like they were military forces, some of the largest um uh forces like mm. in that time. America built itself on t- war. Literally. It was founded yep. on war. Yeah. And then when you got North Korea, which is destabilized by war, yep. uh it- it's easy to see why these things come about. So true. net negative, I think. <laughs> mm. I don't think there's been any means that have outweighed <laughs> anything i don't think oh definitely yeah i don't yeah. think yeah yeah i yeah. I, 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 think, I think i just you always hear that argument made like well, yeah. we're, we're I think- radar yeah <laughs> oh wow I guess. blip blip yeah no, um- <laughs> wicked you'd love that for us yeah, yeah 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 no um but i think there are situations where bad things have where bad things needed to happen i think the side things. effect is a good um is a good way to look at it though it's not it didn't cause this it's just we got this out of it and I guess that's a silver lining but yeah. net negative is still we would have got that anyway at some point eventually we yeah. maybe we got it there. maybe we got it sooner but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. wonderful well let's jump into a break really quick let's get some songs out here and then we can right. tie up the one of your songs uh, sure Catch and Ghost oh uh, yeah yeah go on okay let's see if I can find it first because uh, man I, I want to re- oh, I found it I want to rewatch Squid Game now Squid Game <laughs> alright good show this isn't the song. Bear with me. All right, this is it. This is Catching Ghosts by not Marty. Marty Marazzo. Marty Marazz. Yeah, Jason Marazz. There it is. There it is. There it is. All right, we'll be back in a bit. Don't go anywhere. Catching ghosts is awful hard on your own 
coming to you from Rockingham. IPL Radio. So yeah, Jacob, are the vinyls coming out? <laughs> Jono's not listening, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. It's all good. No, there are no vinyls coming out. Oh, we are poor. Where are the stubby holders coming out? It's still expensive. We could probably do stubby holders. Stubby holders. And I'll make, you I'll make still got the, the drum kit. Yes. Yeah, I actually know a guy that does that now. So yeah, we're yeah. going to oh, get you, that. Are you getting merch? Is that what I'm We doing? do have merch. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. See, Alex, can't you see I'm wearing this shirt right now? Yes. Look at that. If yeah. I look at the see that? That's, that's me, actually. That's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my campaign. covering. For those at home, Michael has a shirt of a Grim Reaper. Yes. That's me in the morning before my coffee. So I have to be come with the mindset of a serious person. I know Michael. Yeah, I know at least twelve people. <laughs> I only people. know twelve people. That's a lot of people to know. Look at I my know. friends on Facebook. I only know twelve people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone else is all Facebook bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like how you like you get bots to vote on our <laughs> and they didn't have any mutual friends. Oh uh, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, uh, so and so voted in your poll. I was like, who's this? Was like. Not even followed by you, not even followed by me. Well, are they organic fans? They could be organic fans. Yeah, until they, they have a link tree. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, yeah, okay, okay, I see where you're going with this. No, no, let, well, we'll take those, those bots. We'll take those bots. That's all we can do. Is we, we love the movie Robots, you know, yeah, released. Make us feel good. I want to I wanna wake up with happy tears for once. Happy yeah. tears <laughs> As I look at the... That the, is oh. the dream, bro. I just want to be like... <laughs> Oh my god, it's it's happening! Bro, <laughs> Elon tears? Musk followed us. Damn, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait. Alex would love it when Elon Musk follows us. Honestly, it would. That mean he that means he can hear my unfiltered thoughts straight to his face. I can tell him uh, how much he sucks. He probably won't care. Then I say, "Give me some he money." He has he has enough money to not care. I know. Yeah. Do you reckon yeah. I could find a way to twist it? You know how like those situations come about where people end up twisting it so that they receive money from the person that they were like insulting because they made it out like as all a gag or whatever. Like there's you a, can do that. There's yeah. a YouTuber oh, like who, the Chris Rock Jada Smith thing. No, did they make money out of that? Uh, well, publicity and media. No, no, that's that's more that's passive. But like oh, okay. one oh, of these direct. guys used to hate like on Shane Dawson, right? He used to okay. like, criticize him. Yeah. Then Shane Dawson invited him out, bought him a car, and gave him money, and then. No more insults. Yeah, and I was like, like, Elon Musk, like, by my silence, offered to like, yeah, pay off that kid that was like displaying wherever his private jet went. Did you see that? No. So there's this kid on Twitter that was like tracking because it's like public. public. Yeah, yeah. So it was like not difficult, but this kid would post where whenever Elon Musk. Damn it! We talked about landed. Elon Musk. It took you this long that I purposely <laughs> bought it up. Oh, he's like the slowpoke meme. Michael, I hate. I just re- I thought see, we could go. I thought one you were show. aware. No, I thought you was aware. No, yeah, I, I went no. into it too. That's my yeah. bad. Yeah, no, no I just. I, I only realized now. Oh no, we've we've ruined the sanctity of the show. <laughs> Damn, okay. dude. Okay, no. So the yeah, private sorry. jet with the kid. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, kid- let's go back to the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we're in now. We're yeah, in too yeah. deep now. Yeah. We're um, into this five- kid was like posting wherever Elon Musk's jet would like land on Twitter. Yeah. And um, Musky Boy was like, hey, yo, I'll, pay, I'll pay you 10 bags to stop tracking me. And the kid was like, nah, I'm good. I'll take keep it. Keep doing it. Keep bro, tracking. There's no bro, legal definition. Just know your, know your worth. Yeah. Ask for more. That's no, no, no. Yeah. no, no, just be like, yeah. public information. It's not like, yeah, he was like, I'll give you $10,000. I'll take it. I'll take it. Then I'll, I'll start a new Twitter account, except yeah. badly Photoshop a mustache onto it. Bro, just like, don't sign anything. Me. Just take the ten grand and keep posting. If you ain't signed nothing, then it's all good. And no, we're in Australia. All gravy, baby. If he sends a, a cease and desist, I don't care. I'm not American. No, no. no. I'll say pay off my student debt, then give me the ten grand. That's gonna be more than ten grand, probably. Yeah. 
probably. Yeah. I'm just going to say, hey, you know, he, he doesn't care. It's like five cents to him. Pay, yeah, allow true. me to buy a new home. So pay off all the all the details with that, and then yeah. give me money on top of that. And he'd be like, okay, and donate to IPO Radio. Actually, nice. do that. Good plug. Do that. <laughs> yes. I, I should say that first. I should, should have said that first. That should have been your priority. That was all you were, yeah, but that's the, it goes without saying, right? It is assumed yeah, that I correct. want people to donate here. Correct. Tomorrow correct. get like $1 billion donation by anonymous donor. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who could it mm. be. <laughs> wonderful. Well, I think we've reached the end of our show today. Yeah, yeah. I think this has been a wonderful show. It's been great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for coming. It's been great being on. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Do, we have any, do you have any plugs or anything? Um, yeah, come to my gig on Friday. It's going to be fully sick and also lit and also fun. What's the date? Because this might come 9th out. 9th of yeah. September. That's true. Yes. That's right. Because yes. I'm listening to this next week and I show up there on Friday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, still go. I'm sure it's oh, a lovely place. Going, yeah. So Friday, the 9th of September at the Port Beach, Port Beach Brewery in Fremantle. Um, we're going to be playing alongside the Atlas State, Single Cell Sharks and Nankazi. Um, yeah, it's going to be a wicked gig. I'm really looking great. forward to okay, it. Okay, Nintendo. Yeah. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful, good. Mike, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, go. What have you said? Go to the gig and s- drink water. Yeah, Bro. I've been drinking more water through I've been drinking. I feel more water good about too. it. H two O homies for life. Oh, and, and buy the sandwiches H2 at Servos. H two homies. I like that. Buy the yeah. sandwiches at Servos. They're worth it. Yes. Mm. The ones are six dollars and under. <laughs> when they're on sale, maybe. When they're, they're on sale, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, wonderful. Well, go follow our Instagram, the Verdict underscore IPL. Uh, donate to the IPL radio station. We need the funding. Um, it's quite sad over here. You know, do you have any other messages, personal messages you'd personal like to Personal messages? Yeah, go to the gig. It'll probably be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Prob- yeah. What do you mean probably, dude? I said I'm, I said, I'm sure it'll be fun. Oh, okay. that, that, that is a definite. <laughs> okay. That's I, 100%. You know, yeah, my I'm fault. Putting my fault. putting my reputation my on this. My okay, fault. Okay. That's true. Before That's we end, true. any song you want to finish it off with? Mm, one of your solo ones, I think. Do I have any other... Are there any other songs on there? Uh, we have there's there's no other bands the, the on one with the long no name the one the with the long name we have Dreamcatcher I Dreamcatcher yeah play yeah. Dreamcatcher yeah, yeah that's right, got Jordan wonderful. on the drums alright well we'll see you all later and catch some dreams we'll catch some dreams baby damn think about that much <laughs> <laughs> alright stay safe
Before I name And I go by 